2017 Jay TGO show. Oh, that's why you were singing that. Okay, that makes exactly. Sense. <laughs> I don't even know what song that is, by the way. Oh, it's the Beatles. Probably, first the Beatles, Beatles track of the first album. See, I've never like properly got into the Beatles. I appreciate their stuff. I've listened to a lot of their stuff. A lot of my I'll fan members you... love the Beatles, but I've never like listened to an album start to finish. I'll give you. Couple of albums to listen to, start to finish, and I'll give you twenty songs. Tell you what, you I actually finish. like their old stuff a lot, like their yeah. like classic kind of like side to side bloody head mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, like Twist mm-hmm, and Shout mm-hmm. is just immaculate. First album, first album. Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. I mm-hmm. like their first album, and I like their later stuff. I'm not like too crazy about the middle stuff. Oh, uh, I'm on the same. Yeah, yeah. But there we go. Uh, that song's called "I Saw Her Standing There." This is the TGO show every Saturday morning, <laughs> apart from the last few weeks, because it's been a very busy time. And unfortunately, well, I mean, you, can't, you can't blame. I mean, we can blame you for it, but we shouldn't do because it's been a crazy time. So it has been fairly there's crazy. A lot, there's Thank a lot you, going Jay. on in, you know, whether it be personal or not. So it, there is. That's the Goldilocks gamer, Jay. Deuces. I'm the friendly neighborhood, Nick. Hashtag, we've got a lot to talk about. Boom, 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 boom. You know that, you know that sound, Jay. The fucking yeah. Do you know Beyonce put down one of her songs? Oh god, I'm sure loads of people have. It kind of works, actually. Honestly, not a lot. Like I get, I mean, I farmed a hell of a lot on Borderlands. Still, give me some I mean, timelines here, man. Um, what's going on? So uh, you're still doing it since last I mean, week. I haven't, I haven't in the last two days, but maybe like every day before that. Yeah, just farming for stuff. I actually wanted to go back and see if I could max level uh, another character, which I did. So I did that just for fun. Just to see okay. if I could get them to like a, a, a high level build like I did with my Moe's. And I kind of did. It got like part of the way there. It's, it's, I'd say Moe's is probably the easiest person to actually like do damage with. Every other character is pretty difficult. You've got to build in an even more specific way and it's very annoying. So, yeah. Still, okay. I mean, I'm happy with it, but I'm not like, I'm not not bored, but I'm not bored. I understand. That makes sense. Like, I'm ready, you- I'm ready to play something else, is what I'm saying. You, you, I'm going to talk exist. about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort of just yeah. playing it because it's easy. it's nice to like farm for stuff, nice to to grind for things, even though it's pretty redundant at this point. Yeah, and mm. you put some other pretty, pretty. Yeah, I kind of want to just talk a little bit about Marvel Avengers really quick. Yeah, I just want to. I I saw a video of the loot system in the game, um, and that sort of made me not necessarily changed my mind about the game that made me maybe 
made me want to look at it a bit more deeply than I did before. Is this on I'm, the I'm a sucker. Or... I'm a sucker. No, it isn't. No, I just want this is okay. like a little caveat okay. side thing. I just I just wanted to like um like I'm a sucker for loot games, based games, obviously Borderlands. Um so I saw that and went, Oh, this interests me. This might be something I might have to look at and potentially I don't know. It's not making me want to buy the game, but it's made me want to buy the game like five to ten percent more than I would have wanted to or not wanted to before. So I just thought I'd bring that up, just maybe even get your opinion on what how you think about loot in Marvel, if that's like a thing that you'd be interested in. I don't know. So what's the system that they've showed, Jay? So it's just like this this war table thing, right? <clears throat> we spoke about it maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. So it's the same one, or is it a new one? Yeah, same one, but I didn't realise that there was loot. I didn't think that was a thing. All I thought was that oh, it was a linear game. But this is yeah. like a different mode where you can like do I think it's almost like it's like a co op Horde mode, isn't it? Yeah, kind of like more like a dungeony type thing. Um mm-hmm. but you can, you know, get loot from it and that looked quite interesting to me. Thing is I didn't it didn't look like it looked I'm not sure if that's supposed to be like a matchmaking type thing, like a raid type situation or something. I'm not sure. But i if I get more information I'll have to you know, look at it a bit more and contemplate. I still don't warrant buying it though. Yeah, I have to wait and see on that one. But yeah, that was just my little my little two cents there. My other thing I had was Cyberpunk. I'm very happy. I don't I don't know if you ever get this with certain games. Like, this is this is this happened to me with Dark Souls. This is like part of the reason why I love Dark Souls so much is the the law behind it. L O R E law. You know what I mean? Like the history, yeah, yeah, the background. Yeah. I okay. Thought, I thought you were like, oh no, the law's called law, and I'm like, what? No, yeah. Well, no, just because some people don't really know, it's weird. Like, there's, I've asked a lot of people what law is, and they're like, law as in like the law, and I'm like, no, as in like L O R E. So I just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cyberpunk, uh, I mean, they're, they're, the original board game is known for having quite a lot of backstory. That's like part of the reason why it's like a Dungeons and Dragons type situation, right? It's like a like a role playing thing. Um, but the Twitter, the Cyberpunk Twitter, are starting to do that. They're starting to sort of roll out information about characters in the game, and I, I really appreciate when a game goes that in depth with the game, especially with a game that I know I'm going to enjoy this much. So I'm just, I'm just happy about it. I want to see if you had any interest in that, whether you would actually look at it or just maybe like save yourself from spoilers or what. Yeah, um, appreciate the uh, question. I'm going to be pathetic. I'm going to... The, the the thought process for me, Jay, is I've stayed clear now. Why why break it kind of yeah. thing? Okay. I don't think it will spoil anything. Uh, in no. fact, it could help with the overwhelming amount of information I'm going to have to yeah, take see, in the is, first few hours of the game. This is kind of where I want to go with it. I, I might have to, I've, I'm pretty sure I spoke about it before. But when it comes to a new game that I know I'm going to... I may or may not know I'm going to enjoy, I have to sort mm-hmm. of assess the game maybe not even like like subliminally almost like my brain has to sort of decide for me whether or not I'm the kind of it's the kind of game where I have to know more about it before I play it or know absolutely nothing and I feel like that can sometimes make or break a game even if I know I'm going to enjoy it or not enjoy it as much like there's probably some games out there that I hate but if I had looked more into it before it came out I might have absolutely loved it and vice versa right there's four different ways that could have gone but with Cyberpunk, I have a feeling that I'm going to need to know a lot before I go in. And I've definitely um, proven that to myself, 100%. Like I, From what I've seen, I'm like, right, if I didn't know this, I probably would have struggled a little bit before going in. And I'd rather okay. be a bit more prepared when it comes to this game. I feel like there definitely is a sense of adventure when it comes to not knowing about this game. So I feel like your 
your version like of what's going to how you're going to feel about the game might be slightly different to how my version is whereas you know like i'm probably coming from the, the place of knowing enough to be prepared so things might go a bit smoother and a bit more calculated whereas yours will probably be a bit more erratic which may might make it for more of an action-packed story and a bit more of an adventurous journey versus my you know prepared heist as it were you know so i think that's just like a good comparison yeah it's a great point mate great point it'll definitely change because of what you've seen before and what i haven't seen before we start the game yeah and it's also a really interesting point you bring up about how actually checking out some stuff about the game can can actually benefit you not only not only is it not a drawback but it can benefit you from jumping into a 200 hour game which is going to absolutely overwhelm like i we might have to talk about this at a later date jay but there's definitely a thing for me where there's so much so many menus and so much on-screen information that i actually struggle to play the game i don't know whether this is an ocd thing or an thing. there's a lot of menus where i'm like well there's a lot going on right now give me like it's honestly taken me about a week to process all so Mm. i guess now there's like maybe a little less processing that's going to be needed once i start playing it i think that's the idea yeah I think yeah, it's, it's, like it's, a, it's basically like preloading almost. It's like preloading the game before I preload the game to play it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like I want some screenshots just to uh, download the information of, oh, okay, so that's what that means on the UI and that's what that means on the display. Like, yeah. Because I've played so many games and I'm like, I there is literally 15 things on the screen and I don't know where to look right now. What, what does yeah, that I do? What does that do? Like The new Call of Duties I play, I'm like, oh, I don't know what any of this does. I feel like you can get the same on the other end with like, if there's almost where there's like no HUD, it can be just as jarring like i guess dead space is a similar type of thing where there's like no no real hud so that's that's the reason why the game's so good because it's so jarring it makes it more horrific you know more tense more you know definitely yeah i love this i love i love just how that works like how that can either you know it can completely change the way you feel about a game or how a game is perceived by so many other people it's just very very ingenious yeah especially because you wouldn't think it's that big of a deal no but it really is you know small stuff can definitely small details can make quite a large impact so definitely i guess yeah so the last thing is uh ghost of tsushima i have pre-ordered it soon right you okay it's coming out uh a week tomorrow 17th wow wow that's coming around whoa (laughs) so i'll be playing that a week tomorrow yeah Preloaded, downloaded to the old. Yeah, I've, down, I've pre-ordered it. I got the special edition, so I got a few extra in-game stuff. How much? I almost—I uh, don't actually know. I think it was like sixty something. Okay. I almost got the physical edition. I was this close. Just because how nice the like steelbook thing looked, I was like, "Oh, that looks good." But I did realize that if you got the digital version, you got a dynamic theme, and I was like, "Yep, I'd rather have a dynamic theme." really yeah dynamic thing was the twist for me it was like right i either get physical and i get no dynamic th- dynamic theme and this cool looking box or i get a dynamic theme and no box so i was like yep i'll go with the dynamic theme i'm still pretty fresh to ps4 j but the dynamic themes are they a big selling point for you if they're good honestly yeah i'm kind of disappointed there was a a dynamic theme a tifa dynamic theme for final fantasy 7 and the, on the, the only way you could get it was if you bought i think the really expensive edition and obviously not many people would have bought that because it costs so much money. 
So mm. you can't get it unless you bought it. So I'm like, well, I you know would have liked that. <laughs> why not just offer it separately? Yeah, exactly. And the reason why they didn't offer it separately is because they want more people to buy the but, larger yeah. editions. So it's annoying. So, yeah consumer choice all the way so you just wanted to say that what's your excitement level jay two questions what's your, yeah. excitement, what's your excitement a... level and do you think enough time's passed from the last of us part two for the general ps4 audience oh definitely yeah i feel like last of us two probably lasted like a good two or three weeks mm-hmm. as like mm-hmm. a good talking point in in terms of, i mean it, people are still talking about it depending on where you look um because actually i think like all the more casual gamers only recently completed the game like within the last week or so because i've obviously probably got a job and they you know play an hour a night or whatever got so it, probably took them, it probably took them like two or three weeks right or whatever um but yeah no i think enough time has passed and ghost of, Sh- ghost of shishima is uh looking good mm-hmm. uh i i sort of have i guess taken a bit of a leap in terms of this game could be bad there's still time for it to not be good um but i i you know, I've put my trust in it, and uh, I'm hoping for the best. I think hype level's definitely up there. I'm honestly, I'm not thinking about it too much because I want to be more hyped on the day. Which I like. Ghost sort of seems like one of those games where I don't need to know as much. I don't need to know a little bit. Definitely, like there's parts of the combat maybe that I need to know about, which I, which is what I've been looking at. There's been a lot more. Usually on the lead up or the week before a game comes out, there's a lot more videos that tell you all the details about stuff so i'll be keeping an eye out for that and then learning a bit more hopefully yeah no i'm, I'm excited about it definitely yeah i was gonna say jay that it's been quite a short period of time since we've really seen the proper gameplay reveal of the game to launch which has been different i think for playstation for the most part not necessarily bad different uh, no i mean saw- there's been a few things that have come out since then but nothing that maybe would have been uh, t- uh marketed as widely yeah yeah I'm, I'm thinking of that state of play where they really showed us what the game was kind of thing um yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but yes that's what i was going to say jay as well i'd love if it's okay with you to do a tgo special on it and we can cover your thoughts you can tell me some of the mechanics probably depending on what you think of the game depends on whether i'll play it Okay. Um, so we probably won't do spoilers but I'm, I'm more than happy to go into a lot of the game um yeah in terms okay. of like so things you're actually you can like do. you're sort of seeing what my opinion is of it to be able to determine whether you're gonna buy it because obviously it does it will still cost quite a bit obviously yeah or if whether i buy it when it's cheaper yeah, when it's or cheaper on or offer. Yeah. yeah but i'm more okay. th- i'm not gonna be upset if i hear about oh you can do this in the game or you can find this collectible like it's not gonna be can that i do a free a pre-prediction on what it's going to get out of 10 you can i'm going to say it's for ge- generally a solid generally. eight i think anything less than that is probably going to be reasons that we don't know about anything higher than that is probably looking less likely i'm hoping it'll be around an eight somewhere between like seven and nine but <laughs> i don't think it'll get to nine but i hope it does you know there's parts yeah. of the game where i've looked at it and think oh i'm not sure if that but that could have that could have been you know, because it's not out yet. It's not like polished or whatever. I'm hoping. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be polishing like mad right now. So, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I think you're probably right, mate. From what I've seen of the game and and what we know of gaming journalists, I think the the worry Jay for me is it'll either be a strong eight or or almost a weak seven. Does yeah, that make yeah, sense? Yeah, that that was what I was yeah. trying to get to, but couldn't quite find the words. Yeah, and I hundred percent agree. 
it's, it yeah. looks like it's going to be either a strong eight or or a weak eight stroke weak seven. Yeah. 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 There's, I think there's definitely going to be a few things that you could nitpick at. Definitely. It won't be. I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm. I, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope this evening it's going to like blow the lid off some stuff. Yeah, I really do. What about you? What you been? Uh, what you been doing this week? Well, Jay, I yes, got all the achievements for Bounty of Blood. Awesome. How cool. how difficult was that? Pretty easy. Or how easy was it? I've done quite a lot on the way through. Did you know? You look at areas on the map that are blank or whatever. Oh, that's probably got a monster in there. Did a lot of it on the way through. There's some groovy side stories to check out. Someone trying to make a film. There was another one that I've forgotten. Oh yeah, there was one about a guy who was researching the Devil Riders, okay. who won't spoil it. But yeah, that was cool. And I've also been playing Odyssey. We will keep yeah. that going. And I'm getting through it still, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Still playing it. <laughs> Haven't finished it. I'm, I told Jay, I don't want to tell you guys where I'm at because I don't want you to get any expectations of when the special will come. Oh, but okay. I told Jay I did. Think we had a chat. earlier this week that for me, the game's going to have to start being pretty, pretty... The game's going to have to start making me feel quite a lot for me to not start getting bored, I think is the oh, way to put right, it. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to like blame your speed of which you play on that necessarily, but, but no, it yeah. definitely could be a variable. I, I can... this, is, this is part of the reason why I play the games at the speed I do, because I know if I take it too slow, I get it tends to like become more like a like a like a like job. a, a, a job. job. Yeah, like a chore. Exactly. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for chore. Yeah, there's a very no, mate, fine line between chore and, and like wanting to play a game, which I know it sounds weird, but there is a very fine line, and it's sometimes easier to find than others. It's, yeah, it can get a bit tedious, but yes, I know. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And there's a whole other discussion to is it good that a game can feel like a chore, etc. But I think you're right, Jay, because yeah. at yeah. the end of the day, I'm getting to the point now where I've played almost as much as you, and I haven't even done. You have any you actually of surpassed me in time played. Right. By two hours, <laughs> it's. But you haven't done near and like nearly as as much as I have. Correct. So you've, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so this may make me reevaluate. But at the end of the day, Jay, it's it's an OCD thing. It, it's, yeah, no, it's, I totally uh, get it. That's exactly how uh, I oh, am. I see it on the map. I need to do it. Yeah, I've I like I've issue. definitely come away from that a lot more over the last maybe two or three years. I think that I, it held me back too much. Mm. it sort of made me mm. want to hate games at one point i was like oh i can't really stand the way my brain wants to get all these things done it kind of annoyed me which you know makes me wonder what else you know that's similar to that that i might, I might do that i'll probably get annoyed at at some point there is like you know you were talking about borderlands in the map i'm like that with like having to fill out a map i can't like if there's a gray bit on a map i have to go and fill it out it has to become blue mm. you know what i mean like mm. that's probably my one annoying thing but other than that yeah i can't i can't do what you do anymore just yeah can't do it I, I, just, might, yeah. I might be in your position in a few months time uh, how did you overcome that jay did you just yeah it's, it's it weird move on? honestly i think once it's almost like once you've been rejected enough times you start to just feel so like not trying anymore. Right. Mm. So I think I'd gotten to the point where I'd tried to do it so many times and failed where I was like, well, I might not even just, I might not even bother doing it anymore. And it, 
and then I didn't do it anymore, and it didn't affect me anymore. So I guess it's almost like an addiction, right? Where you know you stop smoking, you're not going to want to do it after a certain amount of time. So I don't, I don't right. think it like is that bad, but it definitely like OCD kind of feels like that sometimes. It feels almost like an addiction, like yeah, you yeah, so... wean yourself off it, or maybe you know yeah. lessen it slightly. Yeah, so just do the main quest and see how it goes, kind of thing. Yeah, there is that urge sometimes there where you're like on a main quest and like, oh, I need to, I just let me do that thing. It's right there, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna bother coming back to it. It's gonna because it's gonna be too far away. But then you realise that things aren't actually that far away, and because I get at the end of the day, I think it's more of a time management thing for mm-hmm. me at least. Like I feel like if I go past this thing now. I'm going to have to travel all the way back and that's going to take twice exactly. as long. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's like, I guess that's probably the mentality of where we're, we're coming from. 100%. Uh, and the, yeah, also I the mentality... It's weird. And also the mentality of, actually, if I just go do this now, it'll save me time in the future. And it has done that for a couple of quests, to be fair. Mm. Not as many as it should, but it has it has helped. Yeah, I know you mean. Yeah. yeah no, and, I think, I, I, think well, I do it... I haven't completely cut it out, I've just done it a lot less. Like I've probably halved it, if not thirded it. You know, I do mm-hmm, it about a third mm-hmm. of the time versus all the time. Yeah, which you know saves me a lot of time. Hundred so, percent. I don't know. <laughs> Could save you hundreds of hours, really. Uh, yeah. And I'm halfway through my part two platinum, so yes. that's still. See, I don't. It's weird. I don't. It's difficult for me to play more than one game at one time. I know I have kind of been doing that with like Pokemon and other things. But I feel like main game... Like I couldn't play Odyssey and, and Last of Us at the same time. Odyssey is too big for me to need to do anything else. Like, it takes well, up this, you know, like, a good... Like, the 100% of my time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, in 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 the defense of the solo game Pursuit, Jay... Yeah. When I first played through Part 2, that was, that was it. Yeah. And I've done a fair amount of Odyssey now where when i start feeling bored i will then switch kind of okay. thing yeah and yeah three's out of the question the now. yeah yeah and yeah. as soon as i start getting kind of not bored well bored might be the answer when i start not feeling the game i'm playing i'll just kind of switch and borderlands three's out like that's uninstalled until dlc 4 oh now, wow that's... really I've, oh, what, yeah. I've never uninstalled that game i can understand why i have to keep it on because it's one of those games where i'm like if i'm in the mood i need to play it right now yeah 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 there's no yeah. dv i can't wait three hours of that for it to download again i have to play it like, and it's know. so it's, good it's when like you get it's, it's so good as well when you start playing a game that you really crave isn't it yeah yeah but i understand what you mean about odyssey you're, you're into it so much now that you kind of don't need to even think about too much else so yeah pretty much yeah uh, I know, pretty I know much how that feels. So, cool yeah all right jay
I haven't even checked out the news accent for this week's show. Okay. I've just seen it, and now I'm terrified. Okay, See, I recommend right. just really quickly, like bringing up one of Mark Hamill doing an impression of him, and then try that. Okay, I've, I've, I remember him doing an impression, so I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it. I'll try it. Um, okay, all right. So it's, it's easy gotta, but difficult at the same just, time. You know, uh, it's kind of weird, kid. Uh, just, That's actually pretty good. You want me to sign <laughs> the true stormtrooper? Uh, and then you could do like an actual character, which would be. I mean, I'm just doing Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford, right? Like, talks like this. Yeah, just, just sort of like uh, raspy down here. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess. <laughs> well, I've put a complete halt to the show. No, that's that's just me. What was that? Was that really bad, Jay? Was that okay? That was what? Good. I think what you first did was great. Cool. Great. All right. Jay, please uh, lead the way yes. for this week's news. Last week was a big news week. I think we're going to have big news weeks until the end of the year at this point, perhaps. I don't know. Honestly, I think we're... I mean, it's weird. We've had barely any breaks when it comes to gaming news this year which might be the first year in like a good five years where i've actually felt that like the last couple of years i felt like well like the, the entirety of the middle of the year is like no almost no gaming news apart from e3 mm-hmm. it was e3 and mm-hmm. then game show or like the game show awards and then that was it it was like nothing else until november and then before that it was maybe something in february but anything in between was like nothing but we've had nothing but game news and i'm very happy about that well, but I think we had a bit of a slowdown during March and that, but I, I feel like the you. year before a new console comes out always feels so much slower because everyone's developing mm. for the next thing, so there's nothing really going on. So I feel that. Yeah. So yeah. Jay, we've got a lot of hashtag. We've got a lot to talk about. Yes. Hashtag. 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 So yeah, hashtag. this might be a bit of an issue. Maybe not. We'll have to see. Okay. Well, hold on. Let me let me tell the people. That this yeah. is from Joe Scrabble's IGN. Sorry, Jay. Yes. So, uh, July 23rd. July 23rd. Is when the Xbox first party game show is happening. Is that Thursday? The Xbox isn't it? Game Showcase. It's Thursday at 5 p.m. Fuck I'm, yeah, I'm mad, it's I imagine Read between it's the lines. Love it. I imagine it's going to be an hour, so we could possibly watch it before we do this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do an immediate reaction. Yeah. So yeah. It's not. It's not next week, but it's the week after. So two weeks today. Okay. Is when we'll be watching that. We'll be doing a reaction, and uh, yeah, we, we probably won't talk about the games until the week after, specifically. I imagine. No, I think I think we should do a full breakdown. But what we'll do is we'll include it in the show, and it'll be the main the main topic of the show. And we'll go through it. We'll go like the PlayStation Five reveal. We'll we'll go through it. So we'll record live reactions just for practice. So you don't need to you know pretend or anything like that. Um, and then after we'll record the show if you're up for it. Yeah, I just want to read one line of this article. Yeah. Recent rumors have also centered around the possibility of reveals for Fable Four, potentially from Playground Games, and a new Perfect Dark, with speculation pointing to mysterious new. I don't know how you want to say this, quadruple A, so not triple A, but quadruple yeah. A, Microsoft Studio, the initiative. Yeah, I told you about that before. Mysterious. You loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very, 
interesting to me. Yeah, so. I'm not sure we'll see the initiatives game, but Jay, do you want to maybe talk about some of the games that they will, will probably see? Um, Halo Infinite, for example. Is there any others that are, are kind of guaranteed or anything like uh, that? I know Ubisoft are doing their own thing shortly. Right. I want to say for Valhalla, I think. I think on the twelfth, maybe. I actually haven't looked it up, but yeah, I think you're right. We're talking about that in a little while, anyway. So um, yes, yeah, we not, I haven't really like looked too much into the what. Expo. I'm sort of wanted to be a bit more of a surprise, unless they like bring out an article next week saying what's coming up, and then I'll probably read that, and then it'll be whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm excited more just to be whatever's going to be there. Honestly, what, what are your thoughts, nice Jay? What what what's give me what some about there being a showcase? I'm really excited. Yeah. It's like bloody PlayStation again. I mean, I'm hope <sighs> this might be sound a bit odd. I'm hoping because you you said that before about this Xbox obviously being named Series X. AKA Lockhart? No, no. Lockhart's the rumored. Lockhart is the rumored Xbox One S comparison of the Series X. So it's essentially the Series S. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Lockhart we'll is the rumored. Lockhart later. is the rumored lower spec, cheaper model, from what I can tell. So it won't be Series X or be Series S, but it'll be still be the same thing, just like slightly lesser. Correct. It could be an all digital okay. version, but we're not okay. sure. That all that's been yeah. is rumors. We've never, we have never seen it. So yeah, it, it says in the article here that that's more rumored to be uh, spoken about in August. There's going to be an August reveal apparently. So that's yeah, so late before the just console comes out. Yeah, it is. it's extremely late. Yeah. My thoughts, Jay, on this. Yeah. Xbox have to pretty much smash this out the park. Oh, massively. Yeah, they have to absolutely kill it. They have to absolutely really do. this. This could be the show we've been waiting for for about five years, or it could be drips and drabs, which it has been. But I'm hoping. Here's the thing, Jay. If they're gonna, if they're gonna show Fable Four, uh, Halo Infinite. Initiatives yeah. game, you do it all in one because if you don't, you you never get that impact. Ever what you again. mean? It's going to be bam, 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 one after the other. It's not it going to should... be start with something big, lots of rubbish in the middle, end with something big. I think if that second option happens, that is a failure for Xbox because the E3s, the one of some of the greatest E3s of all time. Um, yeah, PlayStation, the other, isn't it? Bam, yeah. PlayStation's E3 2015, 2016. Bam, yeah. bam, 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 yeah. bam. And I sound like that cartoon character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Yeah, bam, bam. Bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just... They just need to... They need to knock out the park, mate. Okay. Okay. And well, I really yeah, hope they do, and... because... We could do some one. Xbox games. Good grief. Yeah, hopefully we do some more Xbox news about games. that next week. Hopefully we'll see a list of rumoured games like we did with the PlayStation. I'm pretty sure there was a, a list as well. Do we want to move on to the next one? Yes, this comes from Matt TM Kim at IGN. Okay, so Xbox reportedly interested in acquiring WB Interactive. Holy shit! Because as we know, WB are up for sale right now. AT&T are, I guess in quotes, fed up with the gaming side of their company sure and they're in a lot of debt so they just want to get rid of them as soon as they can which basically means that batman is probably going to be developed by a microsoft by wb even but slash microsoft it's probably gonna it might potentially be xbox exclusive in the future right i doubt it but 
they could do with that. That, that would like, be a console it, seller. That would be reckon. a massive... Oh, yeah, it'd be massive. Like Spider-Man. Actually, I, I actually... You're right. I, I think actually that may be just as impactful as... Well, maybe not just as, but near impactful as Spider-Man on PS4. Because WB Games make a lot. They make a lot of games. Like Jay, do you they... want to take us through some of the games they make? Or some of the things they work on? Um, yeah, so they've sort of got an um, umbrella, I guess, of like a lot of other developers underneath. Uh, yeah. One of them being um, NetherRealm Studios, which are the guys who make the Mortal Kombat games. And... Uh, Injustice. Injustice, yeah. Uh, and then we've got the Lego Lego people, I guess. They're, they're part of it too. Hitman. <laughs> I mean, they've got so many things under the umbrella. They've got, yeah, they've got Rocksteady, who do the Batman games. So uh, Middle Earth, uh, Shadow Mordor, they did which that is, as well. Which is the biggest thing that I'm concerned about with this rumour, is that let's keep that studio going because it's one of the those games are really special and, and we need to keep that studio going strong and making better games. We spoke about the Harry Potter game coming out next year. I think I don't know if that's being done by WB. I imagine it partly is because the films are done by WB. Um, but I guess this also means some level of movement in that area. I don't know. Yeah, well, Maybe I think not. they own the licenses, Jay. So they're effectively going to studios and going, right, you develop this game for us. We'll publish it for you. And you can use the Batman license kind of thing. Oh, okay. I think that's that's kind of... So I think WB, I think WB own like the Lord of the Rings license, yeah, Harry sort of Potter, that, that kind of thing, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this could be yeah. really, really good news, honestly. You know, Microsoft... I mean, it could be awful news as well because Microsoft have a bit of reputation for either making an amazing game or a terrible game, right? Mm, mm. Interesting that they're still looking at acquiring when they haven't actually seen the benefits of acquiring these studios yet uh, in terms of the studios haven't turned out smash hit games that have sold loads. So it is interesting they're still on this acquisition. I think it's more about the branding and the names of things like Batman, Mortal Kombat, Lego... Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. I mean, those alone have made Huge. billions, probably like close to a trillion dollars combined over its many years of being, you know, just the names of those things, you know. So if, if I think money comes a lot of the time from the name of something rather than the actual content, right? You know, so I think and, that alone um, is like the selling point. And when they both align, you get one of the best selling PS4 games ever, like Spider Man, right? Where you have the name. And the quality. And well done. Shoop, yes, well said. You know? That is a perfect example, <clears throat> exactly. And I think that's what a lot of gaming... I think, honestly, I think Spider-Man might have been one of the best things to happen for the gaming industry in the last decade, honestly. It's just like, it, that's what... I think that game is what developers strive for. That perfect collaboration between the, having this household name and the actual quality to go along with it. It's just like this perfect harmony. Well what, said, we all, Jay. what we all strive for, that's what we all want. Well but said. It's very difficult it, to actually get there. It's it's really great that you like the game. I like the game a lot, but you like it, you love it, and it's so nice to see a game announce, get hyped for it, expectations set, and then you play it and it's just everything you ever dreamed of. I mean that rarely happens. Yeah, just as a quick side, the um the PlayStation 5 cover for the new Spider-Man game got released about half an hour ago, an hour ago. Hold on a minute. As in the just physical the cover, cover art, for the new... Just the cover art, yeah. 
The official one. It's pretty basic, but yeah, it just shows off the new PS5 logo. Breaking news, breaking news, we have breaking news. breaking white background where the PS5 thingy logo is. Usually it's blue, like that sort of like, you know, dark blue. And then the thing, but it's more white. Are we talking about the Mars Morales cover? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Mars Morales PS... Is it just PS5? Another we day. don't know, do we? No, okay. Um, the, yeah, so the cover's out. The, the cover art's out. Okay. So this will be what the cases look like for the PS5 games. I imagine. It's still got the blue around it, but I think on this one specifically, it has the white of the wow. PS5. Wow. I think they're really trying to push hard for that white PS5. They're really trying wow. to push it. Wow. That is yeah. interesting, it look, Jay. It looks like an awesome cover, honestly. So Very basic, think... but it's good. Yeah. I think the the PS4 Spider-Man games also got a basic cover, so that matches with, along with that. Yeah, I think they're trying to mirror that, aren't they? Yeah. And any news, Jay, on the size of the box? The game? Yeah. You mean the actual physical box, or do you mean the actual game itself? <laughs> no, no, the box. Uh, no, no, I don't know about the size of, of, size of that. No, I'd love to know that. the size of these, because, I mean, the Xbox One cases are like, the, the, well, and the PS4, they're smaller, yeah. So I wonder if we're going to go back Honestly, to almost the PSP size. I kind of to see, yeah, like like PSP size stuff eventually. But obviously the disc can't really fit into that. So yeah, yeah, something, <laughs> something smaller. Yeah. Um, like trying to go as minimal, like save as much plastic as you probably can. Oh, 100%. That's get, another like, argument re- for digital. That really is. That's honestly probably another like very small but vital part of the reason why I tend not to buy physical stuff anymore. Um, I really think that gaming companies should have done this years ago. They should have like collaborated with some sort of uh, uh, like e- ecological way. Is that the right term? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like where they they have a company who they buy recycled plastics off of. Yeah. And then they do that to make the game cases. Like recycle 100%. everything. It just makes so much sense. And they they should also have a system in place to where if you want to get rid of your game case like if for some reason you want to like keep the disc but have it in a case like send it back to them and they can then recycle it for it to be used again later on you know something like that it would just be a good pr move to start 100 percent. the ps5 white j is pretty shocking to me because like you say it really shows they're doubling down on that yeah it's growing on me a little bit but i'm still a bit i don't know okay right so yeah i guess we're finished with the wb stuff yeah Yes, yes. Yeah, we're happy to see that it could potentially be good. You know, it's going somewhere where it could actually have a bit more of a grounded home rather than AT and T, which is a bit more of a rocky road. So, yeah, I think you're right, mate. Microsoft hopefully will be able to make some of the best games ever if they acquired those licenses. It honestly could be a very big turning point for Microsoft. So I'm happy to potentially to see that potential of that happen. Okay. So next one you might have a bit more of an interest in because I have some things to say about it or maybe none, nothing to say about it because I don't know if you want Joe anything. Scrabbles from IGN. Yep. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla news. Actually, there's been two sets of news, but this is part. This is one part of it. There's Creed been some cast. gameplay Creed cast. Leaked, Creed cast. Go on, essentially. sorry. Um, there's actually... There's, it says here 30 minutes of gameplay, but I think there's actually a bit more than that. I think it's like maybe closer to 40 because there's like a boss battle, essentially. Yeah, Jay. So sorry. Uh, let's be. I want to be dramatic about this. So a huge gameplay leak, essentially. Oh yeah, massive. Uh, I think this is basically what they were going to show. At show the Ubisoft. Ubisoft. 
show, which was in a, a couple of days anyway. Um, so I think someone obviously over there has just been like, screw it, I might as well show you guys. Um, I don't, I don't know how much you want me to not say because I've watched it. All right. Well, my there's first literally question. one bit of information that I don't think will affect. Well, probably I don't know. I don't know if I want to risk it, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the gameplay when it's shown at the show, so don't worry okay. too much. Yeah, I'll, I'll, after, I'll tell you this information. We can talk about the information once you know it. Let's, let's say, <laughs> let's go well, with that, shall we? Is there? Can we talk about generic gameplay thing? Like, is there is there something okay, in it that's so quite that's quite say about it that won't be bad? Is it's a geographical bit of information? Does that make sense? Let just break it to me. What what is it? What's the what's the problem? It's not a problem. It's actually like a really massive. I I had a prediction many weeks ago about where the geo the geography of this game would take place, and I think Nick would probably be very happy about where a, this particular leak takes place. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, dead. Dead ass, as the kids know. Say Are you? I'm about to cry. Are you? I know. I honestly, I even say the serious. word. I say the word many a time, and it, it creeped me out. I was like, oh my god, my my dream, my dreams, my Assassin's Creed dreams are coming true. So is Hitting the home. word because you you did you did talk about a few locations. I did. Is just tell me yes or no. I'm gonna guess about three words. Okay. Is the word East Anglia? Yes. Holy <laughs> fucking shit! Deep, deep East Anglia too. Oh like my god! Deep. Like basically oh my god. where we live or have lived. Oh my god! I actually say the name of a, a town that's very close to where we're from. So it's creepy. <sighs> it's creepy as hell, and I'm very excited about it. Let's just say that. Ah. Well, I won't speak for you, Jay. My favorite long-running franchise has just about to sh- is just about to show a gameplay reveal set in I mean, I our hope, hometown. I hope they show this footage. I really do. I hope they haven't. Changed they might change it now. It's leaked. I know. That's yeah. Annoying, but oh, I think it's mate. weird. This brings up a lot of like a good conversation about like pride for where you live. Yeah. Right, because I I don't know if I've ever felt this to this degree before. I don't think there's ever been a game that's been set per se, or like partially set from where we're from, right? To this extent, like to this big of an extent, I it just yeah I've never I don't know it's it's I can imagine that other people have probably had this similar feeling before about other games that have been set, whether it you know very close to their hometown, so. I feel a sense of pride. <laughs> very yeah, man, it's, it. very it's a it. it's a very unique feeling because, like you say, when do we ever have games set? Where you know we have games set in England, but we hardly ever get games set, let alone a global it's, it's, franchise. And that gameplay reveal because our history of where we're from ties in very, very closely to the Vikings. Like, like they they very much so intertwined like mm-hmm, on a big mm-hmm. scale so I, I think this is the only time that we're really going to get the spotlight in this you know whatever this spotlight means to us right so Jay. i'm very happy about it i mean i've seen i've seen where we're from like come up before in like a larger scale but not to this like zoomed in of a scale they've zoomed I in can't they're, believe... not, they're not they're not 
they're not looking at the whole island of the UK. They're looking at the zoomed in East Anglia, and then even more zoomed in on the East Coast. It's great. It's great. We're finally getting our, you know, <laughs> our cake, and we're eating it. Mate, I'm I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm absolutely speechless. Yeah, it's I amazing. Honestly, I can't. It, it's incredible. I was I was looking for landmarks, but I didn't see any. But hopefully, there are going to be some. Oh man, there is one that landmark, is... but it might not be one that you're familiar with, so I won't I won't mention it. Okay, so Jay, let's stop yeah. crying, I guess, and yes. tell tell me, yeah, tell me anything in particular. Like, tell me some striking things that you saw. Overall impressions, good vibes, bad vibes, worried vibes. Like, what's going on here? I haven't I haven't watched it, so what's going on here? It's a good mixture of mixed and excited vibes. Like if if you okay. had a scale, right? You had a scale of disappointed to absolutely in love. I'm sort of in between mixed and absolutely in love. Okay. There's things that I've seen that I'm hoping could be slightly different when the the actual thing comes out because it's definitely still in development, right? There's definitely a lot that's needed. I think they've they've definitely got most of it done, but there's a lot of what I saw that I was like, oh. I also, I watched it in very bad quality. There wasn't a very good quality. There's no like 720, 1080. Oh, because so it's a leak. Okay. It's like it's like mixed. It's like like five something. Like it's bad. Yeah. It's like a bad quality. So I'm 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 you know blaming it on the bad quality. You know, it's very dark. Mm-hmm. What I saw, like it wasn't it wasn't in the daytime. It's in the nighttime. It looked really, you know, just not what I imagined. But uh, there's definitely parts of it where I was like, yes, that's exactly, ding, nail on the head. So. <laughs> I think honestly, if I had to give my opinion on how this game is going to be, I think it's going to be Odyssey level stuff. Okay, like, so I don't want to get too hyped up, but it's it's I don't want to say it's like an ex- it's not a copy of Odyssey. It's just it's taking a lot from the previous game and then obviously putting its own twist on it. So okay, so let's just break this down a bit then, Jay. As vague as I can. First of all, oh no, it's okay. Don't worry. You don't have to be if you don't want to, but. First of all, nighttime, not a good idea. Could hardly see anything in the trailer. Okay. So, yeah. My lap- yeah. But maybe they're trying to show off HDR. I don't know. It was but- it was one very specific moment. So, the rest of it was mainly daylights. So. Oh, okay. Got you. Okay. It was Fine. almost like a setup thing. It was like it had to look moody and, you know, mysterious okay. almost. So. so, general general stuff, Jay. You know what? It might be just be best to watch the trailer because I'm now going to ask you a thousand questions. Like, I mean, you can ask as was... much as you want to without me, you know, as you know, without me spoiling anything. No, no, I don't. Um, I'm not too fussed about spoilers because um, was there anything in there that you think would you, you know, you'd be like, actually, I didn't want to know that before the I played the game. No, if anything, it gave me information of stuff that I was like worried wasn't going to be there. Okay, so I wasn't sure if they were going to go completely different to Odyssey or go back from it. I didn't know if they were going to like mm. stick with the RPG elements and the loot and everything. I didn't know how that was going to be different, but now I know how what it's going to be like. So, and have happy. they got com- yeah. Have they got commentary on this gameplay trailer? No. Okay, it's all dialogue, all you know, like okay. basically, like, it's basically like a demo, like a thirty-minute demo, essentially. I don't. Okay. I think I imagine this is probably what they would have shown. Or like parts of it they would have shown at this gameplay reveal or whatever. So, okay, five things I'm going to ask you about. Yeah, go combat. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to say about it? How how in detail do you want me to go? If it's like Odyssey, that's fine. What what yeah, did it look? It's it's very similar to Odyssey. There's parts of it where I was a bit questionable, 
but I wasn't sure if that was because I couldn't see it very well or if because it was still in development they might have to tweak some things. Voice acting? Yeah, seemed about the same as Odyssey. Definitely potential for improvement. Okay. Map size? Did you get any indication of the map size? No, no indication. They, they specifically didn't show that. Okay. Graphics? I'm mixed on. I think there's definitely aspects of it that are improved, but other bits that might be because it's being made by a different studio, so that it's questionable. So it's not like, a, oh, wow, this definitely looks like it's on PS5 type game. Oh, no, it's definitely on PS5, <laughs> or like definitely on Xbox. Like you can, It's definitely next-gen looking. It's basically if you took Odyssey and put it into next-gen, but with mm. a lot different. Like okay. A lot of similarities, a lot different. And... Again, what I couldn't was... see a very good quality, so it's all, all speculation to an extent. <laughs> and what was your favourite thing you saw in the trailer? Um, just questions being answered, I guess. Okay. Of like, oh, is that a thing? Yep, it's still a thing. Cool. Can and I guess me... just the location. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, location and loot system, essentially. That was my main. That was my two things. I was like, where is it happening? And is there still going to be RPG elements? Okay. And it was like, yeah, cool, awesome. Okay. Again, okay. it's I didn't I didn't see enough for me to like get a hundred percent of an opinion on anything really. It's more of a like seventy percent opinion. <laughs> There's still so much I don't know. I imagine so. Well, we'll find not, out I'm, when they. Uh... This, this hasn't really like skew, skewed my opinion on it. Really, it's just made me like hopeful. You know, but this this is the first time I've actually looked at an Assassin's Creed game before it's come out. In like the last Assassin's Creed game I looked at before it came out was AC two. Right. Maybe AC three. Maybe. Like it's been so long. So it's weird me having to have like thoughts about am I gonna enjoy this game? Because previously I've never mm. had to thought, I've never had to think that before. I've always been like, "Well, Assassin's Creed, of course I'm going to enjoy it." Yeah, so, so you kind of have you... to like retain that, you know, opinion of of myself of like, "Yes, of course you're going to enjoy it." Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the same, mate. Actually, and thinking back now, because I never wanted to look at them because I was always like, "Well, I'll play them eventually." Never have them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But... It's always been I'm going to come to it because it's Assassin's Creed. I, I need to play yeah. it. There's no, there's no if or buts. It's I am playing it. There's no, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's a must. It literally Assassin's Creed at this point has become so, you know, the the name is so well known for him, like for like uh, the gaming part of me. It's like, well, I need to play it. There's there's not a question. There's no question. I have to play it. It's a necessity at this point. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. It's good. To, you know, I'm sure we'll see shortly. We'll get a lot more information. Do you want me to talk about the next one? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, this comes from oh, yes. uh, sorry. This um, yeah, this comes from an interview with the Guardian. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, the co-director of Final Fantasy VII Remake got an interview Naoki Hamaguchi to the Guardian. He interviewed at the Guardian and producer Yoshinori. Oh, now I'm butchering these names. Yoshinori Kitatsi. Mm-hmm. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, okay. so Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Dos, Part 2. Uh, development has been affected by recent events, but shouldn't have big impact. So basically, 
the game's still being developed, um, but more at home rather than in, in the studio, as it were. It's like the overall arcing thing. It's, you know, there's been a little bit, rather than being at 100%, they're sort of slightly lower, basically. They, they'd, rather be, they'd rather be in the studio around their desks, you know, at max capacity 100% of the time, but because they're having to work from home, it's a little bit less, you know, going on, essentially, which, you know, I guess could slow things up a little bit, but I'm still, if anything, it sort of makes me just more hopeful that they're still thinking about it. You know, it's still, it's still, on, it's still top priority for these people. Which is what you want to hear. You want to hear people, you know, passionate about this thing. So, I'm Jay, happy. did they ever officially announce the part two? Is it kind of just assumed from completing the first game? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I think they announced it. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. And oh, I no, mean, I'm at the saying... end of the at the end of the game, this isn't spoilers, but at the end of the game, it literally says part Final two. Fantasy will return in the second. You know, the journey continues is basically what it says. So, I thought I thought it might say something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on this, Jay? Yeah, no, I'm happy. This is just like an update, I guess, like a general overall. We're still working on it, don't worry. Just because all this stuff's going on in the world doesn't mean we're not, you know, prioritizing this as well. So, and you're happy that well, I would rather, I'd, I'm it. happy that, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'd rather, I mean, not rather, but I'm, I'd expect them to obviously put themselves first, mm. their health first. Um, but I'm just happy that the world for them in this, this, this gaming world is still turning and is still at least being, you know, worked on so happy about that because i, I want to play this game so bad the first one honestly now that i've had the chance to reflect on the game i think of it a lot better than i did when i first played it honestly like okay. i had all this like expectation for it and i think i had to like basically like push all that down just to make sure i wasn't too crazy about it but i've had the time to reflect and be like yep yeah, it was a good game and i have i was happy that i got to experience it and i can't wait for the next one so good i feel the same jay about part two where it's a strange feeling for me where i can i can listen to a whole podcast which is saying things that i i understand but i just completely disagree with (laughs) and it's the way i've been trying to think about it is it's just like rubbing sandpaper on a chalkboard like I, i i understand it i hear it 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 just I just don't agree, right? Like certain facts about the game, like some people think the game's paced badly. I hear what you're saying. I, I just fundamentally don't agree with that statement or that that opinion. Yeah. So it's difficult for me. I don't get angry about it. It's just kind of like a well, I don't really want to hear it because I, yeah, I just like disagree with it. Of like disappointment and just like annoyance, right? Yeah. Like you just yeah. kind of you're almost in like disbelief what anyone would ever actually have this thought that is not what you're expecting but pretty much yeah it annoys me to no end too i get exactly the same thing just with other things i imagine yeah it's just it's so weird so like i just want everyone to just calm not calm down i want it all to die down and so i can just has died down just not it has it's just I, i don't think it'll ever go away it'll still be that little thing at the back of a lot of people's minds it'll just if anything anything like this will just sort of be put on the pile of other issues that people have had with other things <clears throat> for sure i just i just want it to die down so that i can just enjoy it and reflect on it yeah, without it'll all the come. noise the it'll noise come. is just so loud i just because like i played it in a vacuum i know how i feel about it and i just want the vacuum to to, to exist in public space if you know what i mean and just i just yeah. want it yeah, I think you know what I mean. That's, that's uh, some interesting talk there, honestly. 
You can expand I... that idea and go a lot of ways with that. What do you mean? Like politically, I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. The idea sure, of sure. a vacuum and having to expand that vacuum is seen very differently by different people. It's, it's seen as a good thing and a bad thing. So you know. It's true. Right, I think this is the last one from you, isn't it? Um, yeah, so this is a mixture of, I guess, gaming and TV news. Yes, this is, from, this is from Amazon Studios' Twitter account, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fallout is getting a TV series. And it's being done by the same people who did Westworld. And we know how good Westworld is. It's bloody brilliant. So I War imagine never it'll be changes. taken... Yeah, exactly. It'll be, it'll be, it's in good hands. That's all I can say, really, you know. Hopefully it'll be cared for and looked after and respected. And I don't know where they're going to go with it story-wise. Hopefully it's a completely new story. I'm hoping it's in the world of Fallout, like in the canon of the games. I'm just hoping it's maybe in a different city or, you know, something. Maybe even, maybe even like, it might even do, like, a prequel or something. I don't know. I'm sure they'll do a lot of flashbacks to before the war or before the nukes or whatever. But, yeah, I mean... I'm not gonna like be going crazy about this because like, this is I don't want to have too many too many expectations. You know, TV shows can be so fifty-fifty when it comes to stuff like this. Like Mate. Amazon have actually made some pretty good stuff, so I mean, um, you know. Yeah, Amazon is solid. This came as a surprise to me, but it didn't to me. I was expecting I, this massively. I there was don't... some there were some rumblings on uh, uh, Honestly, there were some rumblings. Fair. I don't. Being honest with you, Jay, I haven't watched Westworld. I've heard it's really good, but I've only watched the first series. I need to watch. I need to watch the rest. The first one is like, I don't want to like say too much, but it's like god level TV, honestly. Yeah, a lot of people really love the first series. <laughs> it's insane. First, ser- I don't know about the second and third, but it's like god level stuff. It's amazing. Well, I've just read that Jonathan Nolan's working on it, and if I'm correct, and that's who I think it is, Jonathan Nolan is Christopher Nolan's brother, and he is a legendary screenwriter. Um, yeah, so he's written Interstellar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I Westworld, stuff like that, yeah. yeah, I didn't even know he worked on Westworld. Um, so that that's yeah. surprising. But in a, a small heart of me, Jay, which hopes that this fulfills that Witcher hole, which is that uh, I'm not I'm okay. not necessarily thinking this is good TV, but I love it. Does that make sense? So were you disappointed with the Witcher series? No, I loved it, but I, I acknowledge oh, okay, that good. if I if you're it. like a if you're not, if you're someone who doesn't like the the game or the books, I don't think you'll enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I so would you would you think they're going to go somewhere with it where it's going to be enjoyed by all audiences, not just the gaming one? Don't I do think that. They kind of have to, right? They don't do like that. Oh wait, what the Fallout? Yeah, sorry. but when it comes to this, I mean the the Moolah, the Fallout? Dome. Yeah, Moolah, Moolah, right, If we're talking about Hollywood here, right? You know the the caught the machine <laughs> when someone get when a game gets shoved through the machine a lot of the times they tend to go with right gamers we know gamers are going to love it regardless yeah so how do we get the non-gamer audience oh we change it enough <clears throat> so that people who aren't gamers are going to enjoy it and that could may or may not you know affect the way that gamers enjoy it i'm hoping that it doesn't but it has a chance to i'm hoping it won't but i mean that could be for the benefit though because a lot of times um Westworld to me almost felt like it was a game that was made into a TV series. Like it felt like it was, it was like that. It came from that fantasy world, you know, which I'm hoping they'll do with this. So I, I think that the people who made Westworld are the perfect fit to make. I think if anyone else was chosen to make this TV show, it probably wouldn't 
have the chance to do as well. So I'm glad it's them. True. Very glad. I think they could go that direction, or they could go in the this is the gaming audience. Yeah. It's effing huge because it's over a hundred million people. Let's <coughs> just try and get ten percent of that. Keep them on. Let them love it. Let them enjoy it. That's all you need. All you need. That's all you need. I I yeah. get what you're saying, Jay, because like obviously the initial thought is, you know, God knows how many people watch TV. Let's try and get a segment of that. Not I that think. Many, honestly. Fair. <laughs> Nowadays, oh, Netflix, etc. But yeah, we talk about streams. Yeah, big. Yeah, but what The Witcher does so well, I think, is it goes. We're not trying to convince yet. If you don't like The Witcher, this is for people who love the witcher as far as i could tell well, um, they took very they took very they you know they looked very closely at the source material they did they which did. i'm kind of you know i guess we have to hope for that when it comes to the game stuff but the source material is quite vague with fallout like yes there's a, you, you could you know you could you could twist a lot of things if you wanted to like they, they have no real reason to take something that already exists and twist it but if they could take them that take a, a vague thing that exists and just develop it you know expand exactly. upon there's no reason to change it but just expand upon it take yeah. what's already there right here you go audience here's the rest of the story with this you know yeah That's i hope this tv it. show is really good yeah nothing but you know excitement i guess i <laughs> hope hopefulness 100 <laughs> percent Right. Do you want us to talk about your things? All right. I shall. I shall. I've only got a yeah. couple, so yeah. don't worry, people. This one comes from IGN, Daniel Robson, Joe Scrabbles, but it actually comes from IGN Japan. Uh, yeah. So, Star Wars Squadrons, HUD customization and advanced mechanics are all optional. So Yeah, I had a little bit about this, actually. Yeah, so basically, they're just giving us a bit of insight into how customized you can get everything. So you can customize things in the cockpit. You can customize things on, you know, stripes on your ship and stuff like that. And it will be other on-screen elements as well. Um, I just want to include it because I thought it sounds quite topical, this game. And again, I'm... It's coming out um, a lot sooner than we think, too. Yeah. October, man. Start of October. The, I'm honestly, quite... I'm, I'm almost on. I'm like on the line of pre-ordering this thing. I'm like very close to pre-ordering it. I want to hear a little bit more about it. Yeah, they start talking about how you're going to have to measure your different systems in your ship, and I think we need a, a you know, a six to twelve minute gameplay trailer of this is how you play the game. I think that's what we need. Thoughts on this, yeah, Jay? I mean, I can, on the from, kind of from like from like. From past experience in similar games, in quotes, similar, I can already kind of see how the meta of this game is already going to be. Um, But I feel like people who aren't like me and who haven't had this kind of experience will probably want a bit more information. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about customization. I feel like, from what I've heard, there hasn't been that much said about exactly. I mean, I I watched a, a developer commentary on some gameplay, and they were saying about, yep, you can customize your head and your body and your cockpit and i was like okay and uh, what else <laughs> i kind of want a, a bit more rpg elements here my guy um so i'm hoping there's going to be a little bit more than that there is like um like almost like a, not necessarily like a, there's like loadouts i think that was probably the biggest thing i was more excited about is like how how diverse the loadouts are going to be 
but yeah, this is cool. I mean, I, I'm hoping there isn't going to be like microtransactions for like a bobblehead that you put you, know, you put on your you know dashboard or whatever. Like, I don't really want that. I've seen, I've already seen things like that, but I'm hoping that is like more of a in-game reward system rather than a buying system, which I think they've already spoken about partly. So yeah, and no, I'm, I'm excited about customization. Customization is always cool. I love being able to, to tune things to how I want, you know, my, I guess, personality to be perceived. And especially when it comes to <clears throat> Star Wars, like Star Wars to me, this might be a, uh, when it comes to fantasy, I tend to like more of the villainous side of things. Like when it comes to Harry Potter, I'm all about Slytherin. I'm all about the Death Eaters. I love how they cool. I love the aesthetic. And when it comes to Star Wars, I love the Sith. I love the aesthetic. I love the lore and everything like that. So I think if I was going to play in this game, it would probably be more of a dark side thing. So I want to be able to tell people that. I want to be able to show people, look, I'm going to be evil. <laughs> Come after me. I want I want a challenge kind of thing. So <clears throat> the more I hear about that, is I'm happier. So, yeah. What about you, my friend? Yeah. I want to see more of the game. <laughs> yeah. Just want to see more of it. You, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you have more thoughts than me on it, so I don't want to elaborate for no reason. Empty yeah, space. Sure, sure, sure. I had a really good quote. I think it was on Odyssey. I think yeah. it was. It was something like... It was something like, silence is better than empty words. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard something similar to that. Yeah, I like that. There's like like there like a famous one that's like that, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Yeah. So, last story from me, Jay. This comes yes. from... IGN Jordan Olimon, but it was from a interview with Halo YouTuber Hidden Xperia and Marty O'Donnell, who, for those who don't know, wrote all the Halo soundtracks, worked for Bungie for many years, worked on the first Destiny game, and then seemingly out of nowhere got fired from the company back in 2014. Has been working on some interesting stuff since. This is basically about how he's talking about how the Bungie Activision deal was bad from the start. and Yeah, I kind of felt like that, honestly, when I heard about it. I was like, oh, this is odd. Why are they doing that? <laughs> 100%. I think it's, they uh, wanted the Activision resources and money and experience. Oh, 100%. It was all about that. It was 100% about yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm paraphrasing, go read the article, I'm not quoting here, but he essentially said that they got some red flags from a few dodgy quotes from the CF Activision CFO at the beginning, and that, yeah, in hindsight, it, it was probably bad from the start, and there's even some rumours of it almost went back to Microsoft in terms of Microsoft had an exclusivity deal with them with uh, Halo, and... Yeah, he mentions that it, it could have gone to Microsoft as well, which kind of makes sense. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's nice to see Bungie still free from Activision. Is kind of the biggest takeaway I take from this, Jay. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like you can compare this almost to like a musical artist signing a, a record deal. Mm. Very similar comparison in the way that a lot of people now, a lot of artists nowadays, are tending to go on their own and make their own recording companies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the times people come across uh, recording studios or labels that tend to screw them over a lot. And I feel like this is basically what I, but this, there's a bit of an upside to, you know, you know, signing a record label is that you get the resources. You're basically selling your soul to the devil is what a lot of people called it. Right. So mm. you, you take the money, you improve what you already have because you have the resources, but then you end up actually being potentially worse off 
because you've now potentially got all these legal things to do with and also you've been ha you know you've had your hand held during the whole thing so you actually haven't learned anything and you're basically back at square one whereas if you'd gone on your own you probably would have learned things the hard way and it probably would have taken longer for you to get there but at the end of it you would have learned a skill to not you know have to deal with these kind of people anymore so it's kind of a bit of a double-edged sword really like you you either do it and you you know come out potentially worse off or potentially it's, it's a gamble you know it's a massive gamble and it, i guess it it paid off for them because they're still just as good so i don't know yeah you know it makes sense you know it, it this sort of felt inevitable inevitable that for someone to say this you know i guess they were probably scared initially because they were probably under some sort of uh nda at yeah. one point yeah. so yeah the nda is probably up at this point it may have just not applied to Marty because he left the company. Oh, yeah, because he left the company. Yeah, the NDA yeah. probably uh, is uh, not on board at that point. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, good to know. Makes sense. I think this is definitely a lesson for a lot of other developers to be like, yeah, probably not good. I didn't do this. Jay, it's time for the next movement if you're ready yeah i have like a quick i guess fact like an interesting tidbit when it comes to the gaming industry this is fun facts yeah just like a little bit fun of uh, information that i thought was quite interesting i don't know if you knew that i, I, how, I like... didn't i read it and i found it very interesting <sighs> so jay what is your fun fact for this week yeah so it's literally just that there are one point one eight one zero one nine or one million one hundred eight one thousand and nineteen uh, existing video games as of the end of twenty nineteen. So and that's I didn't not. Think it was that big. <laughs> it's a lot so of that... games. So that's um, that's all the games in history for up that's to ever existed. Yeah, in terms of like on a console of sorts or on a on a computer. Is that iOS as well? Probably. Yeah. Anything okay. that runs on an OS. I feel like Object. iOS is probably half of that, you know, if not more. No, I mean, probably a lot of it. But honestly, I didn't think the number was that high. If I had to guess, I probably would have said somewhere like maybe in the three hundred to 500,000 range. So obviously I'm like either completely clueless or just my number range just is nowhere to be, you know, nowhere to be seen. I have no idea. I imagine it's probably a lot more now, but yeah, that seems like a lot to me. Yeah, that is I mean, there's probably what? There's probably like couple hundred games released every year and i guess if you, if you times that by i mean the one we'll say a couple maybe a hundred big games every year right yeah. ones that we actually know about and then obviously there's probably thousands that we don't know about so that's probably where this number's coming from i imagine definitely i reckon definitely. probably only about three hundred thousand of, of that is probably like well-known games that have actually done well that's probably where my mind probably went my mind probably went oh games that have done well or have at least you know been spoken about in a mm. higher regard compared to ones that probably have been completely missed. No, it would be good to know that actually. I, yeah, that, that, that's definitely a big part of a lot of uh, what I'm interested in in the gaming community is like statistics of things, like yeah. numbers, like the number game when it comes to things like that. 100%. Number of streamers, number of hours watched on stream, that kind of thing. That's all yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, that's some pretty interesting, uh, vital information, honestly. Well, I thank you for bringing this fact forward, Jay. The Jedi Council will take this into consideration moving forward. Who knew? 1.1 million. Who knew? That's a lot. That is a lot, mate. That's a lot of games. I mean, that's... 
that's enough to last a hundred lifetimes. Yeah, but yeah, insane. It's nuts. Oh, that's making me feel a little bit daunted just looking at the number, actually. Yeah, I guess you just have to make sure you don't play all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> true. Close to impossible. Yeah. Just, just play the last of us part two. All right, next movement, Jay. This is a slightly new movement. I've yeah, called I'm, I'm it confused. genre of games. Okay. These are all really basic names, which are exactly what they are. But, Jay, this week... I want to talk to you about driving games. Yeah, it's actually weird that you bring this up. I've actually been thinking about it. Is this another incredible moment? Yeah, honestly, it is. Me and you are so succinct sometimes. Oh, Um, God, it's freaky. I'll sometimes get this, uh, I guess, like uh, in the mood for a driving game, like this hankering urge. Yeah, you know, almost like you're sort of like in the, like, get a hankering for chocolate, right? A similar sort of thing. I get it with like driving games, fighting games, shooter games, you know, different genres of games basically. And driving she games. She likes them driving me. games. She likes exactly. them shooting games. For yeah, me, yeah. it's primarily like Forza Horizon and okay. Need for Speed. Yeah. They're probably my two biggest ones. And I guess any any Colin McRae type situation, right? Yeah, that five. That five. Whoop. Whoop. Um, yeah. So for me, Need for the latest Need for Speed Heat that came out last year. I want to say September maybe last year. Was November, it that recent? Last year, it's fairly recent. It was actually probably one of the better Need for Speeds I've played, and I was very happy about that. Um, but you, you want to talk about like what driving games overall, like what your experiences with them, or how you yeah, what I... the effect of the gaming community, or what? Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about your history with them because you play them more than I do. Oh, yeah, I wanted definitely. to talk about my brief history with them and my recent history with them. And I want to talk about how they have a place in the games industry. And I like how place. that there is a place for them. There always will be a place and they occupy that place. And it's not as flexible of a place as, say, single-player games or games like Fortnite, which seem to carve out their own spaces oh, in terms of... That was like a, like a pie chart. Driving games is definitely a chunk, but it's definitely not as big of a chunk as maybe some of these shooters or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's like FIFA where there is the chunk, there's the demand, it exists. And FIFA's huge, just to, just hear me out. Yeah. But like... It exists and it's it's a it's a it's almost like a reliable safe section of the gaming industry which you can go to and go here's some decent racing games off you go and they're always there every year and they're constantly being churned out and they're some of them are really good and you'll always get them and they're constantly advancing and that's that kind of thing <coughs> where single player games is much more like some are first person, some are third person, some are linear, some are open world. Those racing games, yes, they can change with that aspect, but for the most part, they're a racing game. I've just found some pretty good statistics on like a pie chart that I might actually bring up next week. Okay. Of like differences in how much driving games occupy that wheel versus age and gender too. So I'll bring I'll bring that up next week. That's for next week. Okay, I'll create the uh, the template now. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah driving so, games. Yeah, so driving games. So I'll, if it's okay, Joe, I just want to quickly talk about mine because mine's really short. Go for right? it. Yeah, yeah. My experience. So got into driving games. I want to say when I saw you play Most Wanted, I think we, me and my brother, heard of rumblings of Underground Need for Speed Underground Two and Need for Speed Underground on the PS2. But it was mainly watching you play Most Wanted. I thought, wow, I need to have this game. 
I got most unwanted. I got halfway through it. I think I got bored, but I did love it. Uh, saw my mate Louis play Carbon, Need for Speed Carbon. And then I just kind of, nothing really grabbed my attention until I played PGR, Project Gotham Racing 3 and 4 on the original Xbox, I believe. Maybe Xbox 360 for PGR 4. And PGR, I don't know. I, I can't remember. PGR 4, definitely Xbox 360, but I don't know about PGR 3. Or P- no, I think it's PGR 2. I'm just losing the plot here, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I think it was wow. PGR 2. But okay, okay. I adored those games, the PGR games. I abs- I don't know why, Jay. I just loved yeah, them. I, have, I think, you, I I think have you got my version of that, definitely. Yeah, I think I their currency was Kudos or Kudos, and I absolutely loved those games. I, I played it crazy. I, I did have I actually had that too on original Xbox. I, the, I played the first one. Okay, That was my one. My one was the first one on, on original Xbox, I want to say. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure I could be mixing the game up, but I, there was like a very specific soundtrack to that game that's like stuck in my head forever. So good. And there was a few funny driving games like Crazy Taxi and stuff that that came about, but for the most part, it was that. And then I've basically been dormant since the PGR days. And then a few years ago, I thought, you know what, I really fancy getting into a racing game. So I did play that Forza Horizon 2 Fast and Furious add-on, but that was just kind of for achievements, and it was fine. So I wanted to try out a really up-to-date recent car game and see if I can really get into it. Now, Forza Horizon 4 really appealed to me because it was set in Britain, and I was like, that sounds really cool and different. Yeah, see, that that was was a big thing. I was like, oh, UK, awesome. Yeah. So... What happened was, Jay, I had Game Pass. I believe Forza Horizon 4 just came out on it. Played on it. Played on it. Played the game. And after half an hour, I realized that actually I do not want to play a racing game. Right. Okay. Well, and, hey, uh, hey, it's a good lesson, I guess. It's yeah. It was very strange. And then it was kind of like, I'm not really feeling racing games. So, you know, that that was that. So that's just my quick history of racing games, really. Um, do you want to? Yeah, I actually want to send you a link if you just want to check your Facebook really quick. Is that Facebook Messenger? <laughs> yeah. So this this okay. game has a very large place in my in my racing my my driving game uh, library, history? I guess. Yeah, sure, history. Sure, sure. I don't know why, but I played this game for like God. I want to say like a hundred plus hours. Don't know why, but I was fascinated by it. The graphics are terrible now. I don't know why, but I used to be in. I used to fall in love with it. It's a game called Ford Racing Two. Okay. Very specific. I don't know why. I just had it. It was around, so I played it a lot. So that's definitely a bit a large part of it. Um, The other, I'd say, the earliest, my earliest run in with uh, racing games was twofold. Um, Colin McRae Rally stroke our wrc rally which is like the actual world rallycross that was dad's influence he was obsessed with it so i played it all the time quick sorry jay quick one um yeah my dad also used to love colin mccray on the ps1 and there was always that Mm. kind of element there so yeah no i feel that sorry anything colin mccray anything rally i was obsessed with i think that's where my obsession with like drifting comes in like, I loved the whole thing of like them going around corners and being it just looks so cool to me. 
and that's yeah. like one of my like my variables when it comes to which is definitely part of the reason why i loved heat so much is because the actual driving mechanics included a level of drifting that almost made it feel like tokyo drift like the film <laughs> so i was like oh this is even better and so i guess the other half of it is need for speed need for speed was definitely a massive um early influence with like need for speed underground was the first one i want to say right and then i guess that also the soundtrack played like a massive part of it too like all the sort of like my dad was really into like 80s hip-hop which I guess sort of transitions somewhat into 90s and 2000s hip-hop, which is what a lot of the soundtrack for the Need for Speed games are and still are. So, yeah. No, I'd say they're, they're two, my probably two biggest ones. And then, like you say, the, the PG something racing. I forgot what it's called now. Project Gotham Racing. Yeah, Project Gotham. I'm trying to remember... Um, I can't remember if I spell project. Project. Um, project... Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly which one. Oh my god, it was the first one. Oh my god. I might do the same actually. That's some good memories right there, my guy. Looking at the cover. Oh, that cover is so like ingrained. Yeah, I'm gonna have to send you the picture. Wow, yeah, that's a big that's definitely a large part of me me liking um, racing games. Again, the graphics do not hold up. (laughs) I mean they kinda do. Jay, what was the... Not really, though. Your interest in Ford Racing 2, Project Gotham Racing, what is it about racing game? I know I'm skipping ahead a bit here, but I'm just kind of going on the fly. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, yeah. What, it, what is it about racing games go. that... I mean, I remember when you used to play Midnight Club 3 or something on PS2 oh, and you were crazy God. about that. <clears throat> so, yeah, Midnight Club 3, dub edition. Dub edition. <laughs> Capital D, capital U, capital B, my friend. Okay? I had it on PlayStation and I had it on PSP. Or like PlayStation 2 on PSP. The okay. PSP was... The, I still have the PSP one. Okay. I play, I must have completed that game like three or four times. It's just so good. Um, yeah. Racing games for me... Mine was PGR2. Sorry. Yeah, okay. There we go. And PGR4. I think it was a mixture of competition having the skill of knowing how to race properly was definitely a big one like there, there's definitely a skill involved like you can be a good part you can be either be someone who's good at a racing game or someone who's bad i i feel like it's very difficult to be in the middle it's a lot like my might either you love it or you hate it um which i feel like because you probably haven't played as much as me or maybe your passion for it wasn't as big as what mine has been progressively over time you might not you feel you maybe your confidence probably isn't there i don't know what what is it with you when it comes to your skill level of racing games would you say you're good at it or you have no muscle memory when it comes to racing games i'm pretty poor yeah i used to have an okay okay amount i when i really got to grips with the most wanted controls i was pretty good but i felt that i hit quite some some big difficulty boundaries on pgr some road bumps as as it were yeah exactly some speed bumps and i think it was just too much of a wall for me at the time where i lost interest Ah, so you hit a wall okay that's good to know that's really good to know see i I like that information that's good and I also think there was an aspect of repetition that I probably... Yeah, no, I can understand that. I can totally understand yeah. that. That's definitely a big aspect of partly why I'm not... I tend not to play them for too long. They tend okay. to be uh, probably a two to three week at the longest endeavor. Yeah. But maybe not a lot for each day. Like maybe like a two or three hour 
each day so for like two or three weeks the competition aspect makes sense to me uh that yeah. with with you so the skill set thing is is that that you get to develop that skill so you become the best driver that is that what's appealing to you for, for so, the yeah. game for me now if you gave me a racing game i could probably i could do i could do very well at it yeah. i'm confident in myself that i could jump into any racing game that isn't too close to being um a one-to-one scale simulation like simulation games are a bit different um i could do very well and i think previously i didn't really have the mindset of like i really want to get good at this it was more i enjoy cars i think when i was younger i used to have you know like many boys are they're sort of obsessed with cars right and some people some men tend to love cars some men tend to forget about it but i i sort of I had a, it was very big for me when I was younger and I sort of lost it a little bit maybe in the later teens and then it sort of regained it over maybe the last five or six years. Okay. Um, so you do have a general interest in cars, like you know the names of like yeah. the cars in the game and stuff like that. I, I and... mean, I've always like loved Top Gear, you know, Top Gear. Oh, good okay. You know, yeah. sort of, I used yeah. to buy bloody magazines for cars many, many years ago. And okay. like look up parts for cars and stuff. Like, I, um, yeah. I definitely love that universe. It's just I'm, I don't like being in it. I like to observe it. That makes sense? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think so. The, the last thing I want to say about that is customization, right? That's where this whole love for cars kind of comes in, like knowing what you can change on a car to either improve performance or just to pr- improve the way it looks, right? So I think that was that's probably like, if there was three things, it would be, you know, customization, skill level, and then what was the first thing I said? Can't remember what it was. Competitiveness. Now. Yeah, the competitive aspect of it. Yeah, I want to. I want to win, right? I want to. As I say this. If I come second in a race, I'm restarting that race immediately. Okay. Or if I think I'm gonna not, if I think I'm not gonna win, I'm restarting that race immediately. I, yeah. If you're not first, you're a loser to me. And when it comes to racing, if you're not first, you're last. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like yeah. that. I like I like the competitiveness of it and yeah, everything else basically. <laughs> On the Top Gear side, then have yeah. you watched the new Top Gear stuff? Series? Yeah, so weird actually. I've just come back to it like within the last week. That's partly what I've actually been doing. I have it saved on on my bookmarks. Uh, I watched um, the first series of the of the uh, the Grand Tour, and then haven't watched set two and three, and potentially four. I think now. Did you like I've, the first series? Yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, okay. I like the layout. I like the you know how they've changed it. How it's different. Yeah. I yeah. prefer the old Top Gear, obviously. Uh, like the way it was, you know, many years ago, with them going to like Africa and Vietnam, driving across it yeah. or wherever. I mean, they still do that. They they do that more often now in the in thingy. So it's you know it's good. Okay, so going back to your history then, Jay. So we're yeah, yeah. kind of at PS2 kind of level. Did you yeah. get into Need for Speed Carbon and most and all that? All yeah, that. So if I might have to look up a list of actually all the Need for Speed games because I sort of fell off a little bit. Um, Carbon was definitely, I think, my last big hurrah for a while. Mm-hmm. That was the one where I was like, "This is, this is like the pinnacle of bloody Need for Speed for me." And did you ever jump into the Forza Motorsport side of things? Yeah, I think I might have played Forza Three, but didn't like okay. it because it had odd uh, achievements. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. I got stuck. I had I got an achievement that was like three G, and I was like, oh my god. I'm oh, stuck. Cri- have you still? Is that, is that still put you on an odd? No, I I went back and played it more, and finally got to a good number. So Even yeah, now. nice um, one, nice one. Yeah, so Speed Underground actually isn't the first Speed game, but it's definitely the the biggest one for me. Oh yeah, I 
Yeah, I, I didn't think it was the first, but it's definitely kind of up there, isn't it? Yeah, so the first one actually came out in 94. Crikey. And then Underground didn't come out until 2003, almost 10 years later. <clears throat> um, but that was, probably, that was thing, probably the man. biggest one, the one that actually introduced it to the rest of the world properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the first three games, Underground, Underground 2, and Most Wanted, were like a massive part of the history. Carbon was definitely amazing. Pro Street was sort of starting to veer off how I wanted it to be, so I sort of fell off then. And yeah, didn't... wasn't that wasn't that the one that got a lot of hate because you had to pay to 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 fix the car? Yeah, because coming I back think to me so. now, yeah. So between Pro Street and the one I played after that, wasn't until now checking. My God, so many of them. It was hmm. actually the reboot of the series in 2015. So from 2007 to 2015, I didn't play a single Need for Speed. Right. Cut it out completely. I was like, no, none of these games are any good. Were you <laughs> playing any other? Terrible. Were you playing any other racing games during that time? Probably Dirt Two was the biggest one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of goes. Yeah, Need for Speed. You got a couple of Midnight Clubs, that sort of thing. So yeah, it... Rally, Midnight Rally. Club, yeah. Need for Speed, yeah, Dirt, yeah. Forza. And then Dirt, and then Dirt's the kind of like Dirt fills that three sixty gap of like Dirt one, two, three, four type thing. And then when that ends, you've got the Forza Horizon games starting to come about. And a lot of people and say that Need for Speed comes back at the end of it with all the more recent stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then you, you never dived into uh, Gran Turismo, uh, Project Cars, yeah, anything dad, like that. Dad had, um, dad had Gran Turismo on PS3 and, yeah, just PS3 back in the day. Okay. So, I, you know, I dabbled. Not Nothing big, though. What about um, Project yeah, Project Cars or anything like that? A bit of an off-spin. No, I didn't do that. I slightly dabbled in Formula One as well, but that's Formula very one. difficult. That's a lot. A lot. That's probably that's like where my wall tends to be a bit more. Mm. The actual skill level jumps up quite a bit there. So yeah, and yeah, a Jay, a lot of people from what I hear on the grapevine say that Forza Horizon games are probably the best racing games that come out at the moment. What are your thoughts on that? Do you agree? I'd say from three onwards, probably. Okay, three and four. Yeah. What uh, is your yeah. favorite racing game of all time? Dirt yeah. two. Dirt. Two. If I had to pick one, probably either Dirt Two or one of the Need for Speed Carbon, probably or Most Wanted. Like I think those three are probably my biggest three. I had that one tends to move around, you know. They all they all tend to, all three of those tend to move around quite a bit. I do like the Forza Horizons, but for different reasons. I don't think they're the same game. Not really. Mm, mm, I, Need mm. for Speed and Dirt are very linear, whereas Forza tends to be a bit more of an open world adventure. So it's slightly different. Yeah. Okay. What is it about Dirt Two that hits the mark, Jay? Because I have heard, I've heard really great things about Dirt Two. The progression system, like you kind of had to start out with a bit of a terrible car and you work your way up, which is, I guess, most car games. But the way they went about it was quite nice. The soundtrack was definitely a massive part of it. The aesthetic and where it took place was sort of like Southern California, North Mexico. So that sort of helped, I think, the aesthetic just in general. And then I, uh, it, it being around like dirt racing, which is like my, I guess, my <clears throat> my origins of why I love racing, because it was on dirt roads rather than gravel, like, rather than like gravel or or uh, concrete or whatever, right? Um, yeah, I think dirt racing just has like a 
another level to it. There's a bit more of a skill barrier, a bit more of a competitive difference to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's really. I think the drift, like again, it comes back to the drifty parts of things. Like on dirt, it tends to you tend to like drift a bit more, which I just like. Yep. I like. I like the feeling of it. It's it's really weird to say, but when you're racing a game, you can feel the car even with a controller. Like yeah. not, not if with a steering wheel, you obviously feel it more. But I tend to be able to feel everything. You, you, it's like a almost like having a, an extra limb, kind of, mm. when you're playing a race. For me, anyway, it's almost like having like you're actually. For me, I really get invested in the driving aspect of it. So. I was just about to ask you on the drifting side of things, Jay. How do you... Obviously, it depends on the game, right? But is there a generic... The same way that X is the jump button. Is there a generic way to drift in a car game? Because I don't think I ever do. I think I either use the handbrake, <laughs> yeah. or I just brake, or I just spin around. That's Honestly, kind of, it depends on the game. Some games have systems in place that allow you to drift without spinning out easily. Other games have it where you have to tweak it yourself. Um, and that's what I like a lot about the new latest Need for Speed, Need for Speed Heat. The game, part of the marketing for the game is there's a built-in system that allows you to drift without actually, but the drifting is actually beneficial. So they've made it so you don't, you, you, it's almost impossible to spin out, basically. It's almost like an ABS, like a like a system in place that allows you to not, you know, veer off. The, the back end won't ever kick out too much while you'll just go in the direction that you don't want to. It actually helps you. Like the the way they've designed the game is, it helps you go around corners slightly easier. So it's good. It's a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Um, it's primarily the handbrake, I guess. <laughs> Hit that e brake, as they say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it depends on the game. Depends on the game. Yeah, I, do you know what was funny, Jay? When I was like looking at Tokyo Drift, like ten years later, I was like, "All oh, right, so I, I guess they pull the handbrake up to to turn because like you would never do that normally driving." Do you know what I mean? That's. Uh... Uh, I mean, if you ask my dad, he pulled that thing a lot. Jesus, <laughs> he's, he's gonna love that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my what? dad was that kind of guy who would you know go to the drive around in his car all the time and just probably hit the e-brake a lot. God, yeah. I imagine. Last question then, Jay. Did you ever use a big old steering wheel setup for racing games? Uh, it didn't really feel necessary to me. I didn't need to get that much into it. I don't think it didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I think if anything, that actually makes it harder because there's a lot more things you can do on on the thing. It's not as simple as holding down a trigger and doing this. You've actually got to put a bit more, you know, dexterity into it. So there's a lot more to think about. Yeah. I think if you drove a car, it'd probably be quite nice because I don't drive. It's sort of, you know, it's just, I don't know. I prefer, I, let's just say I prefer a controller than I do to a steering wheel or a mouse. So, yeah. If I could drive a car with a controller, I would. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was me and the Goldilocks gamers' favorite <laughs> driving games, driving memories. History of, yeah, I guess that was like, almost like a history game. Almost, almost, Jay. Almost, nearly. Not there yet. Not there yet.
Jay, it's time for my favorite part of the show because I'm going to whoop your ass, boy. I'm kind of worried. Who's Grushhoosh review? Yeah, it's my turn. It's almost like doing the bane. Yes, brother. (laughs) Yeah. How much longer does the program need? Well, Jay, well, I haven't done the lowdown yet. Oh, All right. All right. right. I'm For those who have yet to give their blood to the cause, Guess Who's Review is a weekly game show, which me and Jay alternate being the main chooser of. Jay will pick a Jay or me will pick a random game from a random media outlet. Random review, random person. And using three quotes, one of us will have to guess the game. It is Jay's turn to pick the game. He has picked the yeah. game. He has picked the reviewer. He has picked the outlet thing. Yeah. How are we feeling, Jay? I'm feeling pretty nervous. I'm honestly actually. worried. I'm so worried about both of these. I'm I'm always worried about these because I think, well, I don't want to like, I don't want to like make it seem like I'm giving you too easy or too hard of a thing. It's very I difficult understand. to get that medium. It's very difficult for me to. But I don't want it to, to seem like I'm obviously giving you a hard one or obviously giving you an easy one. What well, mate? Look, 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 look. If it's too hard, I'll uh, cry, and if it's too easy, I'll cry. So you got right, nothing cheers, to worry brother. about. You're gonna. Only joke. Only joke. I'm scared of you, Jay. I'm scared of you. I am. Okay. All right. Flex the muscles, people. Get ready. Rocky five. Here we go. Scores are, by the way, scores are before we go in, just to let Jay know. Jay, do you know what the scores are? I'll tell you what the scores are. The scores are (laughs) four, four. Okay. Okay. They get comfy. Jesus. Jack up to America. I see. I feel like I'm getting energy right at the end of the show. Is it? Is it? Nice. Yes. Nice. Okay. So number one. Number one. All right here we go. Oh, okay. Aside from stunting your way around the island, that's all there is to do to keep you occupied once you're done with the story quests. Honestly, I'm worried oh, that that was too much. I'm, I'm already great, worried that was too much. That is a great, great quote. I'm honestly, I'm worried that was too obvious. I'm worried. I'm worried. Why did I say that? I'm, it's too obvious. It's too obvious. Did you say stunting around the island? Aside from stunting your way around the island, that's all there is to do to keep you occupied once you're done with the story quests. I actually kind of wanted to make this slightly harder. I think if I'd gone for a different version of this, you probably would have maybe had too easy of a thing. So open world game, uh, story okay. quests, but not much side activities, and it's set on an island. Now, the I'm glad island you managed to yeah put like put that down into bullet points there quite well. So the island, <laughs> the the thing that is striking to me, Jay, is a game that I know had very little side missions. Damn, okay. please don't get it straight away. And that game, from don't, what I can remember. Did I did I make it? Don't oh. Is Mafia two? Okay, that's your guess. Oh, that's a no. no I definitely didn't get it. <laughs> well, that happened on an island. I mean, I, I guess I'm thinking of Manhattan Island. I guess like it's not really okay. an island, but I was, I'm I was just... what you were going to say it then. Right? Okay, so you can't get three points. You can only get two or one now. Here we go. Here we go. <sighs> right. Second. Second quote. Okay. Oh, honestly, 
Actually, I might have to change these rounds. See. Okay, I'll do the this one last. Okay. Ah, good. I don't know. Both of these gives it away. <laughs> Damn, which one do I say first? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try this. Now, we're not sure exactly how long it takes to topple a dangerous government in real life. Oh. Oh, yes. Yes. He's got and it in the bag. Oh, he's got it in the bag, Monsieur. Did I say the wrong Monsieur one? Diablo, where are you going? Uh? Where are you going to take down the government? Uh? You go South America? You go South America? You fight for a good cause, eh? Eh? Eh, senor? Eh, just cause! Yes! Two points, well done. Oh, yeah. I, I want to read the last one and see if you probably would have got it from this, okay? Okay. This might make it really obvious, I don't know. The grappling just cause, hook, by the way. Yeah, just Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the grappling hook's small shortcomings mentioned earlier are indicative of all the interactions with the environment. There's a lot to explore, but not enough mayhem to be caused. Definitely would given it? Would, that, Definitely. would you have got it from that, do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I was worried that both two and three, you were going to get it. So I don't know. I was, I was probably going to say Just Cause Two from the Grappling Hook because the Grappling Hook and Just Cause Two is bonkers, mate. Okay. If you activate is, it from okay, the yeah. sky to the floor, yeah, that's very true. Very true. it it's just bonkers. it just cancels out your health. I think damage. That's actually, like part of the reason why Just Cause Two was uh, was so fun is because of how ridiculous it was. Hundred percent, mate. Oh yeah, I was even if you had said Just Cause Two or Three, I still would have given it to you. Mate, I feel like it counts. Just Cause Two was one of the funnest games ever played, and I can hardly remember. I remember you it. Spoke, speaking about it. I remember actually buying the guide. I still have the guidebook for the first game. I remember buying it day one. Mate, yes, we were crazy it. about the first game. We were following it for like months, weren't I'm we? I'm not joking. I remember that day, the day I bought it. So it's so at the front of my brain. It's really? so vivid. I remember exactly what happened that day. What I did when I woke up. What I did when I got into the city. What I did when I bought the game, what we did after I bought the game, how we went home. I remember, I remember the weather, what I ate. I remember everything. I don't know why. It's just very what, Did we day. both go and buy it? No, I went with Mother to go buy it. Got you, got you, got you. Um, but yeah, I remember exactly what shops we went in afterwards. It was a very memorable day and a great that game. Great game. Great, great guess who's review, Jay. Who is that by? What outlet? What's the review? Who's the review probably, by? Oh, probably GameSpot, I imagine. I think I checked it out. Okay. Yeah, that's GameSpot. Who wrote it? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> All right. Well, GameSpot reviewer, go find I out. I already have uh, not next week's, but the weeks after's Ooh. prepared. I do two. I I always do two, just so I have to come and do it every every time. Okay. I think next week's I'm gonna make just ever so slightly harder than last week's, and I think we've pretty much got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, yeah. So it's six four now. Six four. Thank you for reminding me, Jay. I'm gonna update the old pie chart. (laughs) Okay. All right. Next movement, Jay. We've got a nice little history dip for the people. Oh, we haven't done a history dip in quite a few weeks now, Jay. So I really, I don't actually remember if we've discussed this game before, but I really just kind of wanted to. Degree, I imagine. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you definitely have a lot more history with this than I do. Well, I was trying uh, to think of a game that you had a lot of history with, but I actually I got it wrong with Torchlight. Right? So 
yeah, I do have a lot of history with this, but I, I started playing this game because you started playing this game. Okay. And I think you had already finished the game, first game, by the time I'd even, like even, had even thought about even. Like, I think like, the first time I played it was around your house, and I was like, oh, I should probably get this too. And then Dad had already bought it, so I was like, oh, I'll go play with it. Okay. So I was a bit late to the game, I guess in quotes, late, but not <laughs> late really. to the game. Late, nice, you know, child brain. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I have a. I didn't really play the third one. I don't actually. I might. Have, I don't know if I even. Did I, I might have touched the third one, but not like pro, I didn't complete it. Here's the second one about, was my biggest one, definitely. Here's the thing about the third one, mate. You can complete that game and not remember it because I did. Yeah, that's probably what I probably completed yeah. it and don't remember. It's really quite <laughs> worrying, actually. So yeah. the game for history dip this week, guys, is Fable. One of my favorite games of all time. We're going to be hearing potentially about four in the near future. Yes. That's why I picked it, Jay. I'm just always thinking ahead. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, no. Uh, (laughs) Fable, one of my favorite games of all time. Loads of stuff to talk about. Fable 2 we will keep because that deserves a whole other history dip. And I think we both agree that Fable 2 is probably the best of the series. Oh, 100%. And I don't know if Jay remember this. I remember very, very vividly how excited I was for Fable 2 at school, especially. Oh, oh my Christ. Anyway, Fable 1. So Fable was a strange game for me because my mum was like, I've told you this story before, Jay. She like, goes on the computer. She's like, well, what, what games do you want for your games box? And I'm like, oh, this Fable game looks interesting. And then there was Fable The Lost Chapters, right? And we look at that and we're like, is that a sequel? Well, I haven't played that other one. So let's just get the normal one. Little did I know that The Lost Chapters was basically just a definitive edition of Fable 1. So I missed out on that. But anyway, super cool cover. It had like the boy and this really weird orangey light with a reflection of like the evil him or whatever. And within hours i fell in love with this game the british humor was unlike anything you've ever seen the art style was unique the music was phenomenal still listen to the music the combat was really solid actually probably more solid than you remember the story was fantasy but it was really good it was dark way darker than you expected because it had the humor tones there was rpg elements which were really welcome because it really helped you progress your hero the quests were hilarious, and I just love this world. Honestly, I think I can compare my love for Fable to my love for Crackdown. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, Fable and Crackdown have a similar progression system. Like you kind of have to level up different, like I guess, like agility, strength, bombs, you know, guns. Like yeah. it's a very similar type progression system. Yeah, it was like so. Like in Crackdown, good point, Jay. So like in Crackdown, the more you shoot, the more you level up your gun or your shooting yeah. skill. And then if the more you kill people with your melee weapons in Fable, the more you can upgrade your melee skill, kind of thing or strength. Exactly. It was called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jay, the Crackdown progression system is so good, mate. We we need to do Crack. Have we done Crackdown? We should do Crackdown if we haven't. History dip. Should do. But yeah, man, Fable. I don't want to don't want to bore you jay but like fable one is just so special to me the music yeah, no, yeah. brings back so many memories honestly um, if it wasn't for that front cover i don't know if i would have loved it as much <laughs> the front cover really sold the game for me like i love how it looks it perfectly encapsulates that game it really does it really I, does the, i guess the other aspect of it was the karma system right 
Yeah, of course, Jay. That's why you're your co-host. Which I guess actually makes sense more for me and you. So when you play a game, do you tend to go more the evil or the light side? Light. See, I always tend to go the evil side. <sighs> I like being the bad boy in the game. In this instance. I have done evil playthroughs. I think I just like to pretend to be good. I know what you mean. What, what, I think what do you... Usually on my first playthrough, I tend to do the good. Yeah. And then if I want to have fun, I'll do the bad. Because usually yeah. the fun comes with a lot of consequences. Yeah. But they're usually quite fun and silly ones. Yeah. Whereas the normal one tends to come with a lot of upside that actually help you complete the game easier. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's usually, I'm at, I usually equate playing a game on evil as almost like playing it on a hard, harder difficulty. Mm. It tends to like make things worse for you in the end. Yeah, like I'll kill this guy. Well, he would have helped you on this mission, type thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's no, you know, there's no benefit for me killing him because other than just being evil, <laughs> you know, yeah. evil for the sake of being evil. Yeah, the kind, of, yeah, Jay, you've pretty much spotted the the absolute. Yeah biggest aspect of fable which is the yeah. karma system so you can ha- you have so many choices throughout the game and what will happen is the more evil choices you make the more evil you will look you'll have horns coming out of you yeah that was that was the oh man that was insane so when you were good you, tend, you started to get a halo right yeah you get a halo yeah, yeah. that was the thing so it's halo if you were good but horns if you were devilish yeah, and it was like the manifestation of that. I don't think we'd ever really seen before in a game. And oh, I, I know it's... Simple. Yeah, and... Do you know what's funny? Infamous, but yeah. Yeah, true. But yeah. the funny thing is, Jay, I want to relate this to Skyrim for a second because... Please do. Every time I, I play... play <laughs> okay, so Fallout 3 and 4 have... I think... I don't know if 4 does actually, but 3 had a karma system. It does, yeah. I... And... Can't the thing that. was about Skyrim and Oblivion for me, I'm not so sure about Oblivion, but definitely Skyrim, where they would give you choices, but for me, there was no choice because it was always be a financial incentive. Which one of these choices is going to give my character more resources, right? Yeah, yeah. And the reason for that is because there's no karma system, so why would I choose anything else? I always mm. thought that Skyrim deserved at least a minimal karma system. What, what, oh, do, you, what do you think about that? I mean, there is a karma system in, in that if you steal something, a town will come after you. True. True. So I think that's enough of an incentive. I mean, you get that in most RPGs nowadays. Anything that's close to Fallout or or to Oblivion, you, you get that, really, don't you? So yeah, um, I I'm think it... that they do that with the future Fable if they do have one. So Jade, the I can't talk about it too much because I'm going to lose my mind if we talk about Fable Four. Like I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that will probably be your next big thing, right? Other than Horizon. Yeah, I, I think I think Fable Four is a bigger deal for me than Horizon. Truthfully, glad to hear it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, so, it's yeah. kind of I'm trying to pick the right level for it for you, Jay. Maybe maybe it's the same level as Miles Morales for you, maybe kind of thing. I don't know because I'm just saying because I know you love. Yeah, I'm trying to think no, of an old really. game that you would <laughs> you would like the return of. What's Tell an old that. game that you would really? Some old games. Well. Crackdown 3 before we knew it was bad kind of thing, right? No. See, I actually quite enjoyed Crackdown 3. It definitely wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. Definitely not. I think it definitely could have been different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would actually like a Crackdown 4. We'll go with that. <laughs> I want them to do Crackdown 1.5, essentially. Yeah. Or like, re- I want them to reboot it. Like, it just to be called Crackdown. <laughs> I'm... 
I don't know how you mess up Crackdown, but I don't, I'm not a game developer. But no, uh, lastly, on the Fable thing, Jay, yeah. I finally played the Lost Chapters version because I bought the Fable anniversary. Yeah, I, I did too, actually. I, I did that. I don't well, know I, when I did it, but I did it a while ago. I, I got the Fable anniversary, which is, I think, the 10th anniversary edition of the game, and it was remade or remastered, whatever. I think it was remade. Yeah, 2014. Um, 2014, yeah. Why? That's yeah. probably when I played it too, actually. Yeah. And. It still has a lot of glitches, actually, but but really loved playing through that game more than I expected. I really loved playing through that game again, and I thought the Lost Chapters editions were really oh. great as well, for what it's worth. Anything to add, Jay, on the... Oh, mate, sorry. What is What's that? the best character in Fable by a country effing mile? Is not Jack of the Blades, despite his mask, is... Oh, no. Don't do this to me. I was going to say, actually, Jack of the Blades is going to be for me. Don't do this to me. What is her name? Teresa. She yep. is the best. Mm-hmm. She's the mm-hmm. she's so mysterious and weird and oh, Jay. Should we just play through it now? Should we just play through it together? Should we just play through sure. Fable? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I was cut you off. What? Any That's other thoughts good. on Fable? Um, it's just it's it's such a staple for us too. I feel like Fable is like one of those games where we can look back on and go, that is definitely quite a large name in the history of our of us. Really, Fable yeah. is definitely plays quite a large part. It definitely obviously went a bit downhill after after two. Yeah, but um, I think it can make a, a return and hopefully rekindle the the spark that once was. To wait and see, but yes, Fable is is you know plays quite a nostalgic place in my mind, definitely. And I hope that really we can possibly get the most polished Fable ever in this new one if they do it right. Honestly, I don't want this to like sound too bad, I guess, but I'm kind of I'm not tired of like I'm not not and I am not tired of this like the fantasy looking game like The Witcher Fable sort of looking game i'm hoping that it'll, it'll be a, a different enough for it to be exciting and new i want something new which is you know can be a lot to ask for sometimes when it comes to game developers because they might want to be like well we, we'd rather have the, the younger audiences of, of you know the new generation who never actually played fable or two or three to have basically have the same thing just again i don't want them to you know rehash it i want them to do something different so cyberpunk yeah <laughs> cyberpunk fable <laughs> no uh, uh yeah no i just meant as in a cyberpunk game on that scale we've never really got oh, before okay. so it's quite yeah, different right, yeah. Uh, yeah i mean yeah i think it's fairly well, different it's definitely got its place in in the history books mm. i guess that's about much we can say <laughs> you can you can write into the tgo show at contact at the game pause that if it's too fast for you and <laughs> Jay, yes. fat boy on a diet. Don't try it. What are you playing? <laughs> what are you playing this week? Okay, I guess a little bit of a fact. I know every lyric to that song. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, okay. Uh, what am I doing? What am I doing over the next week, mate? Can I just quickly interrupt you quickly? <sighs> can I quickly just quickly interrupt you quickly? <laughs> um, we watched Phantom Menace. I watched Phantom Menace with India. 
she watched the first three, original three, with me a couple of weeks ago. What do you yeah. think she thought about The Phantom Menace off the bat? I know you don't really know her, but what do you think she thought about it? That it probably didn't look like it was filmed in the 70s? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That it's like CGI. Uh, probably that she probably, she probably recognized actors a bit more. It's true. She know. did. She did. She recognized an awful lot, actually. She yeah, recognized Kira Knightley, who I still can't really see as Kira Knightley because of her makeup. She recognized okay. Natalie Portman, uh, Hugh McGregor, uh, Liam Neeson. And her overall reaction, Jay, was that generally she enjoyed it more than the originals. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Now, don't condemn her. Do you know what? I, do you know what? Okay, I can say this. I think episode one is my favorite of the prequels. Interesting. Because of the pod racing. Oh, dude, the pod racing is unbelievably good. The pod racing carries that whole film. I agree with that. And also the scene where they've got the under- underwater sea monster. Interesting. Not not the Jewel of the Fates lightsaber battle? Just because of the... Oh, obviously. But because of the, the ship, like the, the ship they're in with the weird spirally tails. I, was, yeah. I had that as a boy as a kid and I really enjoyed it. Nice, <laughs> nice. Mate, yeah. it was... Yeah. It was mainly because, and I think this is, this is a further discussion, but it's mainly because the film doesn't look a hundred years old, and no, despite and despite what people think, Jay, those original Star Wars films are looking old, man. They are looking old. What practical effects do they make things look tend to make things look older? Yeah, which isn't I guess not a bad thing. I mean, they do look old, but they're still classic enough for me to be like brilliant films, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that the first I time just... she ever saw the the four, five, and six? So yep. she has she only ever watched them once all the way through. Yep. And the same with one, two, and three, or just one. Just what she's never seen Phantom Menace before. Now. Okay, so she, so you've only just watched one together, but you haven't watched Clone or Revenge. Sid. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. Jake, mate, right. one of the best things that's ever happened to me in our relationship. Like, we're watching the film, right? And he's like, I'm a person and my name is Anakin. And then she's like, that's Anakin? And I was like, I love my life. <gasps> the realisation. Oh. I was literally like, I've never experienced that. Because, like, we've always just kind of known. And then she's like, that's yeah. Anakin? Because, like, she was looking at Liam Neeson and she's like, he's Anakin, isn't he? And I was just like, ah. you know. But like, so she, she still doesn't technically know then, right? Know what? Who Anakin becomes. Yeah, 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 because they say it in the original trilogy. So, like, she was like, oh, he's Anakin. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. New, they say it in New Hope, uh, Ben does. Um, oh, uh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah, so then about yeah. half an hour later after the pod racing, right? Which I yeah. think she enjoyed. She's like, oh wait, so he Fair becomes enough. Darth Vader. And I was like, oh my God, my life just got, like, got even better. Like, it's a good, it's a good moment. When, it's a good mate, moment. Oh, it was so cool. Oh, it was so cool. It was so cool. So I can't wait to see the reactions from the next two films. She's yeah. going to be like, wait, that's, that looks like... Is- yeah, odd thing to experience the first time round, I imagine. Yeah, isn't yeah. it the second one when um, uh, 
Samuel L. Jackson comes into it, or is he in the first one? No, he's in the first one, very minor role. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, is Dooku in the first one, or is he just in the second one? Just second that's one. A, okay, that's what, yeah. Dooku's my, probably one of my... Honestly, if I had to say one of my favourite characters in the whole entire Star Wars lore, Dooku. Really? Yep. He's, his lightsaber is my favourite lightsaber. How come? The, the, the curves, and he the holds it like a... He holds it like he's doing, um, like a, uh, what do you call it? A repost, you know, rapier. F- fencing? Yeah, he, he sort of almost does like a fencing thing with it. It's just chef's kiss. Oh. Did, it's, it's all yeah. very whippy. It's lovely. Which is why I like playing him as a, in Battlefront. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fun. Very fun. He's got some cool okay. moves. I won't detract any longer. I know you, um, yeah. Fine. So, what are you going to be playing, Joe? Star Wars any time of the day. <laughs> any time. Any time. Literally, anytime. Uh, what am I going to be doing? What am I going to be doing, Nick? You tell me, huh? You're going to be doing <laughs> whoever you want. No, you're going to be doing anime? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm all over the place. I don't know if I'm going to be gaming much, honestly. I haven't actually, honestly, I haven't been on the PlayStation in like two days. I don't know. Well, actually, this is one thing I did do. I forgot to mention. I played 76 for about 10 minutes. Oh, Jay, you broke... You bro- I thought we were going to play it together. Well, no, I just wanted to see where I was. I couldn't remember exactly how far I got, and I got to level 11. That's where I got to. I probably put about three or four hours in. I don't know, maybe more than that. Okay, so you played it for 10 minutes. So how- <laughs> I had to remind myself why I came off it, and I instantly was like, oh, yeah, that's why. Really? What happened? There's a... You know, have you ever played Fallout New Vegas on survival mode? Yeah. A bit like that. So you have to replenish your thirst and hunger. And that annoys the hell out of me. Okay. It's quite easy to do, it's just very annoying. Yeah, sure. I guess it makes it it makes the survival aspect of it with like the camping and everything, but I don't know, it kinda of turned me off a little bit. I was like, oh no. Really? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, I didn't play it long enough to even like want to get back into it really so I don't know it's difficult I'm tempted to download um, Division 2 again to like remind myself I'm just worried that I'll, I'll play it and be like oh this is why I came off it okay well give it a go Jay and if you can find the reason then that's fine um, and if not I would be interested in playing it with you yeah I'm kind of tempted to download Battlefront honestly and have a bit of a whiz on that I've got it downloaded yeah, I'll probably do that. It's quite big. So. Huge. <laughs> Every game's like 100 gigs now. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll have to delete some stuff to get ready for Ghost, potentially. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I almost played on Pokemon today. I was like seconds away from being like, you need to play that game right now. Yeah. Because you're in the mood for it. Why aren't you playing it? And I looked back at my screen and I was like, am I in the mood for it? I don't <laughs> Well, actually, it, sounds like golem. it sounds like you golem like you look at the top oh, screen of the ds and you're like well i'm in the mood for it and then you look at the bottom screen like yeah i honestly feel like i'm going through that right now this sort of like golem thing where i'm like fighting you like i've, you're I've always a... got this like devil and, and and angel on my shoulders type bloody movie moment going on right now it's like yes you must play it no don't play it uh, so, okay have you seen emperor's okay. new groove one of my favourites. Oh my god, Jay Kronk is hilarious, right? Well, I mean, he's become he's become quite a large meme over the last couple of years. Has he? Yes. I'm glad. I'm glad. And you've got the the Kronk angel and devil is like, 
That's okay. exactly. She's See, going down. What when, I, when I imagine an angel and a devil on my shoulders, guess who I imagine? Kronk? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. I like either that or Little Nicky. You seen Little Nicky? No. What are you doing? You do like Adam Sandler? No. <laughs> You're stretching me out, boy. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, no, I don't. Please, please tell me you're not serious. You've seen Click. Okay. Two of his funniest films. His two funniest films. Don Mess with the Zohan and yes. Click. That's it. That is it. Oh, That's honestly, it. I'm a Sandler fanboy, my guy. The only film I haven't seen Jay. of his is Uncut, Uncut Gems. Just because I haven't got around to it yet. Jay. His films aren't funny. I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> Jay, seriously, his films are not funny. So you haven't seen Waterboy? No. Wedding Singer? No. Happy Gilmore? Watch first 10 minutes, turned off. Billy Madison? No. Big Daddy? No. <laughs> You're just making names up now. Oh, Mr. Deeds? No. Anger Management? <laughs> He's making up these names. Big Daddy, P Diddy, Phil Lily. This is top of the dome right now. I'm such a fanboy. Come on, Cheeky Dimwit. Okay, yeah, Longest okay, yard. Cool. Longest yard. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> Funny people, grown ups, Jack and Jill, grown ups too. No, no. Murder mystery. No, that's called Cluedo. You're missing out. You're missing out on some Am absolute I? classics. Am I? They're so quotable. Can I just say they're as quotable, if not more quotable, than Hot Fuzz? Ooh, I thought you were going to say Austin Powers and Hot Fuzz is even higher on the list, so that's worrying. Exactly. That is. That's, that's exact. Can I just say if me, I, I have a friend, someone you may or may not know. I'm not going to mention them because they might not want their name out there. But we quote Adam Sandler movies all the time. Okay. Right? So I, I reckon if me, you, and Will had watched these films as in like during high school, you would have been just you would have been quoting them just as much of as Hot Fuzz, if not more. Okay. Do so, you know so quotable. Do you know my problem, Jay, with quotable films? Every time I watch them with someone, they're reciting the films and let me watch in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Okay. What you mean. I, know what you I mean. try to watch I recommend one. watching them on your own first. I'll watch, try watch Zoolander with anyone nearby. I can't do it because they're, they're just saying the whole they're just saying the whole film in front of me. I'm like, I can do I'm this honestly, for Shrek and Shrek Two if you want me to, but I will not. I choose I'm not so to. Surprised you haven't seen Adam Sandler movies. They're just the best. I don't even find Zoolander that funny. Yeah, it's Zoolander's a, a bit up there. Ugh. I'll tell you what is funny, mate. I'll tell you what's real funny. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is a shout-out because I heard it on a podcast today. Shanghai uh, Noon. Yes. Watched those as a kid. Oh, that. I, I watched that film a hundred times. Love I can't it. believe you've watched it. Unbelievable. Are number two, mate, number two, Watch Wedding Crashes. Wedding Again. Crashes. Yes. Hilarious. Yes. I probably talked to you off the podcast about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, I will be playing the there same. I'm around. So yeah, back to back to Odyssey. 
back to I, yeah. uh, Last of Us 2, I imagine, at some point. Odyssey, Last of Us 2, Platinum playthrough. Yeah. Same old, same old. So what, what's like the next big game you're looking forward to right now? Great question, Jay. I appreciate the question. Because like, mine is obviously Ghost. Yeah. And then after that, it's probably uh, Squadrons. Okay. So let me Quite give you my let me give you my vision as the robot says, right? Please do. Vision. Okay, so here's my thinking, Jay. I've actually got about five games that I'm really quite pumped for and that I'm too. happy to play. However, all of them could be bad. So the next really big game, truthfully, is probably Cyberpunk. So I'm looking at Destroy Humans remake end of this month could be great. <laughs> really down for playing that if it's good. I've got Crash Four coming out. I've got Star Wars Squadrons coming out. When I say I've got, I mean we all have got because it comes out publicly. Star Wars Squadrons could be good. We're now looking at a possible. I mean, if Fable Four is announced with a release date this year, that's gonna. I'm gonna lose my shit. And I've forgotten every other th- every other game that I was excited for to answer with yet. What other games have there been this year? Next big ones. I mean, this is really next gen stuff here. I mean, Ratchet and Clank, Spider Man Miles Morales. These are all huge, huge deals. Huge deals. But Cyberpunk, I think, mate, for me, is the next so truly next big. One? Yeah. Okay. If we want to go on like that scale, I guess then yeah, Cyberpunk. If you had to go like one below that scale, for me, I guess it's Ghost and Miles Morales. I guess. Yeah. I really wanna. I really want to enjoy Marvel Avengers, but I oh, don't know if I can bring myself to do it. It's just like there's. A, there, I don't know. I don't. I, I. I have to at one point have to accept the fact that the next phase of Marvel films includes Miss uh, Captain Marvel. She's been signed on for the next seven bloody movies. So here's what I would advise for you, Jay, for the Avengers game. The I trouble is it. that you want you want to see what the game's like from other people's point of view, but I think you could really do with not forming your opinion from other opinions for that game. I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. So it's I difficult. think I would enjoy it if I played it, but I'd have to try and avoid aspects of it for me to enjoy it properly. I think that if you sense. played it in a vacuum, you would probably enjoy it more than you expected, perhaps. It's very difficult for me to play games in a vacuum nowadays. I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it as much. Yeah, sure. Like I see so much news and images of games, I feel like well, seen that already. So I can't. Not in the vacuum anymore. I'm no longer in the vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of images of Dead or Alive 6. Yeah, sure. Sure. It's the Naked Lady one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that's one of my games we used to play back in the day. Fair. fair. Love it, Dead or Alive. Who doesn't? It's great. Feminist. It's great. <laughs> sure. All right. Are we, are we, am I okay to cut, Jay? Am I okay yes, to... totally. Totally. Okay. We're good. Cool. Thanks everyone for listening. Goldilocks, have you got anything to say? Um, looking forward to a lot of news. <laughs> There's just still a lot f- more to come. We're only just scratched the surface. There's still a lot more to come. Yeah. Just have like the right side really bowl of porridge. Like at the start of something quite big, I imagine. So, yes. The hype continues. The hype continues.